I don't have a quote because we're talking about all 50 movies today. It's the greatest movie of all time. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie. Come on and hear me now. Greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie podcast. It's the greatest movie. Come on and hear me Welcome, everybody, to the Greatest Movie of All Time podcast, where I, your co-host, the one in counting down 50 to 1, Rick Barrasso. And I, your favorite co-host of all time, Rick the Big Dick Boski, the greatest, the, the greatest co-host, <laughs> Rick the gr- And today on the show, we have a very special co-host, our first three-time guest. Three-time, three-time, three-time champion. And that is, of course, Chris Bonapane. Hey. <laughs> hey, come on, boys. That's not necessary. Come on. Come on. Yeah, you know come on. Beautiful. Beautiful. Put your clothes on. It's a pleasure to be Put here. Put that cigarette out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, today's a very special episode. It's our 51st episode. Wow. And we are going to look back at the previous 50 movies that we have talked about, and we're going to count them down. So... I'm going to get into to the methodology on that in a few moments, but let me take care of some business first. Last week, we talked about Avatar, the James Cameron movie, which is, to this day, the highest grossing movie of all time, and that was a very fun episode. Check that one out, or check any of our library out on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, whatever app you use. Subscribe and review if you can. It is extremely helpful for the show. And if you enjoyed it, or if you have anything else you want us to cover, let us know on social media. We are the Greatest Movie of All Time podcast on Facebook, at Great Movie Cast on Twitter. We're at Rick and Rec on the gram, and you can always shoot us an email at greatestmoviepod at gmail.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you. And of course, as our number one old friend, Bruce Wayne, would say, tell your friends about us. I thought Robin said that. He said it too. Okay. And we are live today. This is the first episode we have recorded all together, not yeah. over yeah. Zoom. We are all in a room together. We it's are. Bizarre. Well, you you guys, you know, you started the show like um, pretty much during COVID, right? Yeah. We did, yeah. August so, of 2020. We're a year in. Zo- Zoom had made perfect sense for a lot of, you know. Absolutely. In- I, I still enjoy Zoom because I can be naked while recording this. You can still be naked while recording this. You know, I, do. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to see that. But yeah. well, you know, don't don't make assumptions, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot everyone has an acquired taste of different things. <laughs> so let's uh, let's talk about how we put these rankings together. We put out the invitation to anyone who had been a guest on the show to send in their top fifty, rank all fifty movies. Can I pause you for a second? How many how many guests? Were there? Because I, I know we know, but let's let's just reiterate the number for a second. I mean, there there were quite a few guests. So it was like ten people. Probably more than that. I I had I hadn't gone back and counted the. I'd say between ten and fifteen, maybe something okay. like that. So of those exclusive club, three guests submitted lists. Oh, okay. And neither one of them were married to a co-host. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we of course had Chris, 
submitted his list. We had Katie Swinbeck, who was a guest on our uh, Ghostbusters episode. And we had my brother, Anthony, who was a guest on our 500 Days of Summer episode. We're live, folks. <laughs> These guys I live are... on a main street. I apologize. <laughs> These guys are pumped for 500 Days of Summer. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, summer. Summer's a bitch. <laughs> and we have some tr- we have some weapons of fun along the way. We have s- well, essentially, let's. So number one on these lists was assigned 50 points. Number two, 49 points. So on and so forth. To number 50, which got one point. Uh, tiebreaker would be. Who had the which movie had the single highest ranking of the list? And let me give you some insight on what we had. Okay, number one and number two were separated by one point, and number two and number three were tied. I can't even handle this, Rick. And, and, and can we just... Rick is the only I'm person the only who knows all of this information. I'm the only one who knows. So all the reactions you are going to hear from me and Chris are going to be completely legitimate. We've never heard this information I, I before. I still don't even understand what he did. <laughs> yeah. So here's here's the other thing. Not a single movie made all five top tens. I'm, That's insane. I'm already pissed off. Yeah. The list is... The list is... Just tear it up. It, we fucked we'll up see. The list. We'll go through the list... I think everyone is going to have something to say about it. Now, we're going to go over the list. Once we reach particular movies, it's going to trigger a drink break. <laughs> Alcoholic drink <laughs> break. Alcoholic drink break. And Well, that, that came about because Rick said, Oh, you know, me and Derek, we want to invite you to the show to do the top 50 movies. And I said, that's an honor. And I paused and I kind of just stared off and I was like, that's a beer drinking event, isn't it? And Rick's... Like, yeah. Yeah, I think it is. And here we are. So we're going to have certain drinks that uh, are tied into the movie somehow. And that is, uh, you know, we're going to let you know. So if you want to drink along, do it. And uh, we hope you enjoy and let us know what you think of this list as we go. The episode might be better if you get sloppy during it. Probably, So there's five, five drinks in question. Ideally, they would be spread out like you have one for the top 40s 30s but i think what if it all just They're smashes not. in the top five and we gotta drink five in the well let me tell you that uh one of them the first one is the cider house rules we're drinking a hard apple cider that's the first one you say that is and i'll tell you what it's the first drink and it's number 50 on number the list. 50 on the list the all right cider house rules <laughs> crack that open. now the highest ranking for that now not all of the um people who submitted ballots had seen all the movies so we'll we'll go over that uh, as it becomes relevant the highest ranking for cider house rules was katie who gave it number 39 holy shit number dude. 39 That's what she liked like. 11 <laughs> movies more than the she cider didn't house rules. she did not because there were some she didn't see oh i'm still upset that's that's way too high ranking for the cider even if you didn't it, see him i didn't <laughs> Anthony did not see it, and everyone else had it ranked dead last. Anthony, you didn't miss anything. Guys, I was, I gotta tell you the truth, I was low-key mad at you for making me watch that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? That wasn't me. That was Rick's idea. That was was randomly picked. That was was a great idea. Oscar year. He picked an Oscar year. It wasn't me. When that movie, this is after you made me go for 77. 
So that yeah, that's true. I watched that other um, you know German war movie that was yeah. also in, and I was like, what is this movie? And then you're like, oh, we're gonna change it to 2000. Now you have to watch the side of house rules. You know what? Not a bad cast. The story is just not entertaining. And of course, Michael Caine wins an Academy Win- Award, but his accent is just far-fetched and odd. I would go a step forward and just say that the story is flat-out stupid. Like, it's not only is it not entertaining and boring, it just is a stupid story. By the end of the movie, I really didn't understand what I watched. Truly. I mean, Delroy Lindo is good in it. He was That's it. That's that's yeah. what I'll say. Charlie Theron did not have to be in that movie. She did nothing in it, no offense. The, I think she's a great The actress. best thing about the movie was some of the location shots. Green yeah, trees yeah. on camera. Like, it looked good on good high def. Work. Yeah. Sure. So, the other thing they were doing in this episode is Derek has prepared some top five lists as we go along. Ooh. His, his opinion only. He, he has not told me what these lists are. They're lists of characters. So, Derek, if you quickly choose one to go over. We want to do one right now? Do one right now. All right, absolutely. Let's do the one that's the most structured. Uh, it's going to take a little bit because I have a top five here, and then I have about 50 honorable mentions. Be quick about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is the top five villains out of the 50 movies that we've done so far. I will go through my honorable mentions as soon as I pro- possibly can. Uh, there's a lot of them because there's a lot of good villains. We have Biff Tannen from Back to the Future, the Joker from Batman, Norman Bates from Psycho, John Doe from Seven, Scar from The Lion King, Darth Vader from Star Wars, Daniel Plainview from There Will Be Blood, Harry and Mar from Home Alone, The Demon from The Exorcist, Loki from The Avengers, Bill Sykes from Oliver, Lashif from Casino Royale, uh, Mola Ram from Temple. You're naming Green. all the villains. Name your top five. Belloc from Raiders. <laughs> Wild Bill and Percy Wetmore from The Green Mile. Sauron and Saruman from Lord of the Rings. The Warden from Shawshank. Luther from The Warriors. Colonel Miles from Avatar. Buffalo Bill. And honorable mention, Paul's grandfather from A Hard Day's Night. Wait, so those Here's, those were the honorable mentions? Yeah. yeah. All right. So okay. Yeah. Top five, in my opinion. You just yeah. named all the best ones. Yeah. No. Top, oh, no, no, top, no. Top five. There's, there's two. Right. Top five. Number five. Tommy DeVito from Goodfellas, played by Joe Pesci. A villain, though? Oh, he is a bad a villain, motherfucker. Though? Yeah, he's a, he's an evil fucking guy. Is he a villain, though? He's a villain. In the context of Goodfellas? I think he's a villain. Would you agree, Rick, that he's a villain? Um, I don't think he's the villain of the movie. Yeah. I think he's... But just... okay, this is your opinion. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Some of these might be questionable. We're, taking, we're, questionable. we're okay. getting too far into the weeds on this All right, I think, opinion. I think you guys have points there. Number four is a Lil Z from City of God. Okay. He's got to yeah. be in the top five. He's, he's okay. you know. Number three, another questionable villain is Michael Corleone from The Godfather Part Two. Uh, he's a pretty villainous character. He does a lot of shady things. Mm. He might not be the antagonist because we follow him as a yeah. protagonist, but he's not the good guy. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. Uh, that's number a, two, yeah. Actually, brilliant analysis. Yeah. I never even thought of Number Michael two, Colonel Hans Landa from Inglorious Bastards. He only comes number two because Dr. Hannibal Lecter is number one from The two, Silence of the Lakes. Let me tell you two key villains. who you missed. Lord the Vader. big one. There's a few, there's a few that I missed on the list. Number one villain we've covered is the guy in It's a Wonderful Life during the run on the bank. Mr. Potter? No, not Mr. Potter. The guy who demands his, his $30, no. his full $30. <laughs> That's the worst man. Treacherous. The worst human we've encountered. But let us know what you think. If you have any other villains you want to shout out. I may have missed some, but that's I went through it pretty fast. and A lot of, lot of, lot of good movies and a lot of good villains we've seen. So, yeah. It's been a wild ride. So, number 49... We're going to have somebody is going to have to make a defense of their pick. Someone in this room 
Okay. Number All forty-nine is <clears throat> Oliver. Oliver. Okay. Oliver. Uh, Saw that I I had so Katie did not see it. I had it number forty-nine. Derek, I was the lowest. Derek, you were the highest. You had it number twenty-two. Yeah. It's a childhood favorite of mine. I think it's a great musical. I'm a big, big musical guy. I always have been. Uh, this movie for me just screams childhood. So every time I see it, I get emotional. It's a nostalgia. It's thing. a very. It's like yeah. people with Star Wars for me. I just. But this is a movie that I saw so many times as a kid. I remember it being in the winter. I'd have a cold because everyone thought I was sick. I had like a, a red uh, ring over my lip because yes. I was always sick, and I always had Oliver playing. So it's nostalgic. I think the songs are great. I love this, the the composer in this is really really great. The story is ancient. It's an old story. Yeah. You know, it's been done so many times. You know, and I think this is my favorite version of the story. I think it's a lot of fun. I think Ron Moody kills it as Fagin. Um, very talented actor. Uh, the only questionable thing is to have the character Oliver be uh, the voice uh, sung by a female. I think that was a really odd choice. Well, they did that with, like, Peter Pan back then, right? Yeah, yeah. But that was more obvious that there was a woman playing Peter Pan on, on Broadway. They always had a woman playing Peter Pan. It was, it's been happening for, for decades. But this was, like, a boy, and the singing voice was a female. I thought they could have maybe gotten a boy to sing it. But, um, I don't know. People don't like it. That's fine. But it's just this nostalgic movie to me, and it's a family favorite of my family. All right. And in defense of you, it's not that I flat out don't like it. It's fine. But let's, it, yeah, me, let's, let's be is, clear. Yeah. Of these 50 movies, I think we can all agree there's like 45, 46, if not more, that we enjoy. Very much so. I don't think, even Cider House Rules, it's competently shot. It's like, it's there's good things to say about it. Yeah, but it. Rick, nobody enjoyed it. Nobody that. enjoyed on. it. You're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> nobody it's, saw it. It snuck into the Oscars. Yeah, and Michael, it's very yeah, odd. Har- no, because Harvey they, they watched the trailer. It has the big song. Well, Har- the good and Harvey was on the phone with all the Academy yeah, members. Yeah. Was like, I think you gotta I, vote. You gotta vote. Yeah. You gotta vote Michael Caine. How's your sister doing? Yeah, and on the other hand, with Oliver, I think that um, it was the only uh, nominee that year that was like a lavish musical. It was big. Um, there was big musical numbers that made the people go, wow, they, they put a lot of work into this, the songs yeah. were fun. I could see why people yeah. would be like, this isn't for me. At the same time, I can see why people love it too. And so I, I stand by the medium was wrong for the story. Or wrong for the movie, the musical anyway. I think on stage it's probably fine. It's probably very good, in fact. But the fact that I'm sitting there watching yeah. a marching band fucking march through yeah. the middle of my movie here, yeah. it's like, okay, like, let's... I, I think what it is for me is that the historical context of... We've talked about this before. When you guys first did the episode, 1968. Huge year for movies. Yeah. Huge year in, like, you know, big movie guy. And I like the theater and I like the stage, but just a huge movie guy, like... You can't have Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid in one direction and then 2001 A Space Odyssey in the other direction and then try to sell me that Oliver was the best one of the year of that, you know. Yeah. I think, to be fair, though, it was a very versatile list for those five. It was like you had a different different category. So, for me, it makes sense that the musical's in there because it was like, oh, we're trying to yeah. pick from every genre. I think they were appeasing what the old Hollywood was. It was kind Maybe. of like a resistance yeah. of the new guard. Rick and I were talking about it, too. There's one song in the movie... Um, where uh, who will buy this wonderful Oliver singing everyone's going crazy it's the rich side of town and everyone's just singing and everyone's it just goes on for so long yeah. and these mm-hmm. people are jumping on windows and sliding yeah. off ladders and it's like very choreographed and it, you could tell that I think you had mentioned the director was like flexing his muscles yeah is what you said and then of course you have Bill Sykes and the Oliver just sitting there in the corner against a tree looking at these right. riot guys like in the middle like why are they why are they in the scene Chris this is Carol Reed who directed the Third Man. Right, right. This movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrie the actor. So, but, but not, you, yeah. well, like, he 
Carol Reed did direct the third. Carol Reed, yeah, yeah that's the, the, Carol yeah. Reed, the director. The in a lot of ways, I can see like why yeah. it was nominated. It's one of those things. Look, look what I can do. Look what I can do in cinema. I can make these lavish in, in musicals of as old as time. But I, def, I think I just defended as just as a kid. I liked musicals. I like songs, okay. and a lot of the songs in the movie made sense to me. You don't have to defend it to us. We get it. I no, just no, fucking no, no. hate both of you. He does. <laughs> he does. I, I'm, well, I'm pretty upset by both of your opinions, but uh, yeah. I also think I'm better than both of well, you. Well, everything, I, including brains. One more case before we move on this, and yeah, you got the best brain. Big, beautiful brain. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> one more thing about this is, early into the show, Oliver makes an appearance. And this was when you guys first started doing Rick or Rec picks. And this was like one of your first. This was picks. the first. Rex yes, this pick. was literally yeah. your first. Like, let me show the world what movies. I Rick think Rex I had got. watched it a week before we would discuss it, so it was fresh in my mind. Like, as it. as a fan of Wreck, you know, <laughs> like you know the radio personality Wreck. I was like, I can't wait to see what Wreck makes me watch. He's like, Oh, Oliver, this movie's gonna be fucking badass. And I put it on. I'm like, Wait badass, a second. Yeah. Wait a second. He's trolling us. Fucking with me. I was gonna go Gangs in New York, but instead of Oliver. <laughs> no, no. So well, let's that, move hey. on. Let's let's move on. We gotta we gotta keep this rolling. Yeah, right. sorry about that. Uh, number forty eight, the most recent movie we did, Avatar. Wow. Avatar got fucking shat on. Wow. The highest ranking was Katie. She had at thirty five. The lowest was the man to my left, Chris Bonapani, who had a number forty six. On his list, wow. not crazy about that movie. Not guys. crazy wow. about it. It's, it's, is wow. that it's, other than Piranha Two? Is that is is that Cameron's worst? No, Piranha Two is better. Piranha Two is better than that. Yeah, okay. because he didn't tell you for ten years you're gonna love Piranha Two. Yeah, that's that's, that's you, the thing, and we talked about it in the episode. I know Cameron was like, "This is gonna revolutionize." Wait the way till we you watch see movies. this shit, and it's like I saw Dances with Wolves. Yeah, and I have played video games. I saw Pocahontas. Did, now, yeah, right. did you feel that the story was weak and the effects were good, or I? 100% think the story was weak and I don't even really think the effects were really? that good. Okay. Because think about the, the the whole I just imagined a world thing. You got floating floating fucking you know mountains. Big deal. That's not it's not crazy. It there wasn't really nothing super lavish about it. it yeah it didn't blow me away. Um, like oh wait till you see this a floating mountain. It's like okay. Okay. I'm okay. kind of confused how this science works now because it's, the water's dropping yeah. but the mountain's floating. What's up with this gravitational pull? I mean, the planet's pull. magic. That's the that's the message of the movie. It's yeah, like, uh, fucking magic. I mean, if you want magic, watch Game of Thrones, not Avatar. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. <laughs> Still never seen an episode. Chris, never seen. What are you one, doing? Never what seen. Are you, what are you doing to me right now? Frame of this I got weapons all, right. all over the place. <laughs> so that's Avatar. We just had our episode about it. Let's move on. It's number forty-seven. Number forty-seven is a hard day's night. Ooh. Uh, Oof. It's it's a great film. It's just it's 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 so quirky and fun for its time. Just look even at, now, I mean, there's no movies about a band, a real life band like that. So as you can probably tell, <laughs> Derek had it the highest. He had it number thirty four. Yeah, and that's not even that high either. I had it the lowest. I had it at number forty eight. Katie wow. didn't see it. Katie wow. didn't see it. Rick, so the disrespect. I didn't. I think it just kind of is there. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah. It's just. I think honestly though, like there are Beatle fans and then there are Beatle fans. And True. my wife and I are Beatle fans. Wait, wait, We're the latter. Let me see something. Oh yeah. I no, no yeah, I could uh, literally you my profession could have been a Beatles historian. Um, I know so much about them. I, I know I know how their accents, how they're different. I know everything there is to know about their personal lives, the music. You can name a song right now, I'll tell you what track it is on an album. Literally. Just do it. Do a test right, right I, now. Alright. Alright. <clears throat> I don't know. The Just name a Beatles song. Lovely Rita. Love the Readers on Sgt. Pepper, 1967. That's track 11. I'm not going to double-check that. I'm just going to assume. Yeah, I'm going to assume. Yeah. Hard Day's Night. I'm sorry, I lied. It's track 10. 
I fixed it. Oh, Hard Day's Night. Because you got the first <laughs> one wrong. <laughs> Hard Day's Night is the first song on Hard Day's Night in 64. So. Um, um, I already said Lovely Rita. We don't have to keep going with this, but <laughs> yeah. the point is, is I, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. I think that's probably why I like it more. For, right. for, for regular Beatle fans, they go, yeah, it was fun. Okay. okay, next. Yeah, I get it. It's just with the, some of the movies you guys—not some of them, most of the movies you guys have done—it's punching up. Yeah. To be, to punch out of the thirties or forties. Yeah, it's personal film. You had it, you had it in the thirties yourself. Thirty-four, yeah. Yeah. Thirty-five, thirty-four. So it's punching. So up. number forty-six. We are now five movies in. This is our second best picture winner. American Beauty. Derek, you had it the highest, at number twenty-three. Chris, you had it number forty nine. Yeah, I hate this movie. Well, tell us what this, you hate. This about movie it. should have been called. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree. I, I, I know. I, I heard the episode, and I know you do. We don't have to argue about it. We're just talking. You know, we're just shooting the shit. No, I want. Uh, I think after. I think what I want to do is I want to stab you in the neck <laughs> with a rusty knife. No, I get it. I mean, is it, now let me ask you. What, what about it is is not very favorable favorable right. to you? Just put it this way, right? You're you're a creative soul like I am, right? Yeah. And then you're gifted. Okay, you can do a movie about anything you want to do. And then you go, okay, I want to make a movie about how mundane life is by making the most mundane movie, like suburban housewife drama. It, it, that movie's the birth of the real housewives of Beverly Hills. Like, if it wasn't for that movie, there would be no Bravo Network. All this stupid bullshit. So you're saying American <laughs> Beauty created the Bravo Network. It's it's a fuck. It's not a criticism of the suburbs. It's an ode to the suburbs. Yeah, <laughs> it worships the suburbs. Okay. Yeah. Rick, what did you rank it at? Um, I had it on the low side. Because I remember you, it was pretty low in our top five of that year. For yeah, you. yeah. I had it forty six. Wow, that's pretty low for yeah. you guys. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I I agree. Wow, I, yeah, I, I think it's a movie to dissect. I think there's a, every character in the movie, I think, does something to the plot. And I think that's a really rare thing in movies, where every character was a little bit thought out. And I think that was kind of cool. So Again, this is like, I don't hate that movie. Chris likes it less than I do. Yeah, I hate that movie. I, I think, there's, there, again, there are things to like about that movie. I think there are some very good performances. I think it could not have been made six months before or six months after it was made. It was a timing movie. It was, it hit at the yes. exact right time. And Neoliberalism, maybe, the movie. Yes. So let's move on. This one is a controversial one. I'm going to start with the highest ranking. The highest ranking was Anthony at number eight. Number eight. This, I think I, can I guess what this is? Yes. 500 Days of Summer. No. Oh. It Chapter One. Anthony, if, wow. you're, if you're listening to this, what the fuck is wrong with you? Derek had it at his number 49. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you, Anthony? Are you, now, are you fucking crazy? Now, are you crazy? Now, let me find... Because this is the one I did send him a message. I was like, there's a few on here that you're going to have to defend. So I, I, I sent him a text. <laughs> I can't stop smiling. <laughs> now you this get is, to call this the audience said. by individuals. So this is, this is what Anthony says. For it, I think I benefited from never watching the old miniseries or reading the book. Oof. Okay. I think Wreck really wanted it to be a straight-up horror movie that terrified as much as the Tim Curry did when he was a kid. But in reality, it is more of a fucked-up version of The Goonies. Whether or not I was personally very scared of Pennywise didn't matter because it is supposed to be tormenting this group of kids. Just like the miniseries was very scary to young Wreck, 
I bet this version is incredibly scary for young kids. I also thought the acting was great, and it was easy to root for the Losers Club, and so easy to hate Bev's dad and the psycho bully. Yeah, Anthony, you know, I just told you to F off three times, but you have great points. Um, <laughs> not seeing the original series, that's going to completely knock out what, you know, my mentality of it. Uh, and you're right, I was looking for a horror movie, and, and this is a horror book. You should, it's, a, you, it, it's a horror, and it should be scary, and I you might, should make a my arguments movie. are still that the town, Bev's father, and Henry Bowers were scarier than the clown. And that's not really what it should be. It should be focusing a lot on the clown because he's the main antagonist. And Bill Skarsgård did a good job, but he wasn't scary. And I thought the uh, the CGI destroyed the movie. But regardless, Anthony, great points. Uh, you, you did a great job defending that. Okay, so it that was it. Chapter one Dog shit was movie. number forty five. <laughs> so number forty four was the Insider. Uh, the highest in that one, again, was Anthony. He had it number 15. Damn. And lowest, Katie didn't see it. Derek had it at number 47. Yeah. Inside so, is better than American Beauty, Derek. I disagree. I think uh, the performances are really good. I think the story, it doesn't seem to have enough intensity and things going forward to make me really get driven into the story. It's just sort of background stuff. There was a lot of times during the movie where during... Not exciting scenes. I was looking down at my phone and I went, yeah. oh no, what am I doing? I can't do this. I look, and I noticed three times I did that. So for me, it just didn't catch me as much as some other movies. So I had it well relatively high. I had it up in like the 30s. I really enjoyed it. I think Pacino's excellent in it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think Russell Crowe does a great job. Um, the, uh, Plumber. What's that? Plumber. Plumber. Yeah, Christopher Plumber. Plumber. Three great. I, I think the acting's phenomenal in this movie. I'm not taking away from that at all. It is It is like a true story, Just a though. few deaths would have been nice. It's like a docudrama. It's a true story. You can't be yeah. like, yeah, let's I just like kill off this person. I like dead things. Then you love It Chapter One. <laughs> a lot of death in that. <laughs> yeah, but I like when real death happens. Not CGI mouths over kids' heads. <laughs> all right. Number 43. I was surprised this one... This one, I was surprised it was this low, but, I mean, thinking about it kind of makes sense. Number 43 is Her. Anthony, again, third time in a row, had the highest on that one, number 28. And the lowest was Chris Bonapane here. I like her. Number 42. I like her. It just, you know, I think Anthony is showing his age as being yes. younger than us. I agree. Because we grew up with the... Pretty much, I think, by the way this is going, we know what the top 25 is. And these are all Hopefully. movies we collectively grew up with. And Anthony's like, oh, the movies I grew up with are better than the movies you old yeah. dudes grew up with. It, it's such a cool concept, though, the movie. It really is very interesting. I like the movie. And I think Scarlett Johansson's voice was like, it just made me want to hear her more. She's something I, about her that's just really... That's a great movie. But you're, you're, when you said rank them, you're comparing it to, yes. you know, spoiler alert, Jurassic Park. Right, and, right. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, Star Wars. And... It, 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 keep in mind, people who are listening, is that we did 50 movies. Most of them we like. Yeah. So yeah. If, the, if her is this far back, it just means there's a lot of other movies we liked a lot, too. Yeah. So, so great performances. Get excellent. Yeah, excellent movie. Joaquin Phoenix. Love him. Let's move on to number 42. Number 42 is The Warriors. Fuck you all. Yeah. Uh, the highest <laughs> Get was... Get your rusty knife ready. The highest was Derek, <laughs> who had number 14. Baby, 14. And the lowest was this guy, Rick Barrasso. Wow. Had it number 47. Wow. Uh, it was very rough. Rick there were some th certain things that I couldn't get over with the characterization of people I was supposed to root for. 
and, and it, it, it didn't have the depth, obviously. I mean, or something so you could, like you the could say Pulp Fiction's a terrible movie, right, but all but, the characters are shitheads. But Pulp Fiction is far more well made. Than There's the more Warriors. tact. Yeah, yes. but I, I think I think I mean Pulp- again again the year seventy nine. It's right before the '80s, which is kind of a mess in a lot of different ways. Okay, uh, it's supposed to be a, a, a quirky, fun gang movie where you're just following this gang around, and it ends, and you're like, "That was fun," and it is. It, it had color in Th- it. There is that movie. Have you seen it? The Wanderers. No, I've heard of it though. I think you actually mentioned it to me. Did I? Yeah, I think it might have been you who mentioned. We it. We have a deja vu conversation wise. Yeah, it's this. It's exactly the movie that you think the Warriors is, but it is that movie. And it, then once you see it, you're like, oh, okay, the Warriors. But does the, good. One, does the Wonders Fall and Cult Classic like like the Warriors? For guys that have seen it, yeah, of okay. course. Yeah. So, let's move on. Uh, number 41. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. The highest ranking was Derek, number 18. The lowest ranking was Anthony. Number forty six. Wow, it's 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 the it's the most action packed movie ever made. <laughs> yes, from beginning to end, it doesn't fucking stop. Have you hey. seen any of the John Wick movies? Yeah, I saw the first one. Okay, to quote no, Scorsese, to, 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 Squ- to quote uh, Scorsese on Marvel movies, it is a theme park ride. I get it. I get yeah. it. No, no, you're literally in the fucking. No, totally, yeah. it totally is. I think that. Uh, Besides all the little things that people think are wrong with Temple of Doom nowadays and all the different ethnicity things, and again, I don't think Spielberg meant to do that, um, but I just think from beginning to end, if you want to fun, if you want to watch a fun action movie with with some really fun characters, I think Temple of Doom is your movie. I enjoy Temple of Doom. It's in the middle of the pack of my list just because there's so you guys did so many good movies. I couldn't like stop putting sequels. When we had to do Back to the Future, Back to the Future Part Two, Temple of Doom, Raiders, right, right. Two Towers, Fellowship, I'm going. Can yeah. we just combine all of those movies? Right, yeah. This is hard. So, For sure. but Temple of Doom is another childhood movie of mine. Okay, so number forty. This is one was very effective because this is the only movie that both Katie and Anthony did not see. So it got lower ratings on their list just as a result of that. But it, it definitely could have moved up from here. Um, and that is City of God. I had a feeling. Yeah. Uh, this, this, this is a travesty. Because City of God... This is, we're putting an asterisk. That's, that's I know, one. I know. Yeah. I, I heard everything you yeah. said, but it's still a travesty. All I have so, to say is, Katie and Anthony, please take a, I, take, take a few hours and see that. You're, you're, still, you're still not going to like my placement of it. That's fine. So, and, and again... So, wait. Well, Derek right. had it the highest. Derek had it at number nine. And the lowest one to actually rank it was me. I had number 35. Okay. And, and I'm again, off the hook. And the brassos keep bailing me it's out. It's not because I dislike the movie. I really like the movie. The first act is rough. And it could, you did mention that. It could be 15 to 20 minutes shorter and okay. it'd be a better movie. My opinion. Yeah. Chris, would you would you say... I'm okay with the journey, and the only reason I had it more towards the back end of the middle of the pack was because of, again, I'm going to just use my politically satisfying excuse that it was up against Jurassic Park and Jaws and The Godfather, yeah. part one and two. And So three. basically what Chris is saying, he likes to see monsters running around. So we're at number 40, and that's going to trigger another list 
by, by the, Derek, another top five. By the way, Derek is red hot right now. Der- I wish, Derek you, guys, I wish you guys could see he's red hot. Der- we're getting more <laughs> angry Derek as this goes along. Yeah. Okay, so the, the top villains ones I did, that was the top five. These ones are a little bit more loose. Um, would you guys rather hear top heroes or top misunderstood characters? Let's go heroes. Let's go heroes. All right, top heroes. So I have 15 that are not in order. <laughs> I want to see if you guys agree with me. Okay. Right. These. They're not in order, but yeah. I think the, 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 the 15 movies we did, here are some great okay. heroes. Indiana Jones. Sure. Yes. Samwise Gamgee and Aragorn yeah. from Lord of the Rings. Yes. Sure. James Bond. Okay. Somerset from Seven. Could be questionable. So, I think no, he's no, kind I of think, heroic. Keep, I think you're in, uh, uh, Swan <laughs> from the Warriors, definitely the leader of that group. Marty McFly. Yeah. Is he a hero? GM made the point that maybe he just wants it. He's just trying to help himself and his family. Uh, John Coffey from the Green Mile. Clarice Starling. Sounds of the Lambs. The whole Avengers team. I mean, <laughs> hero. Come on. Those Four. are the heroes. Brody from Jaws. Benny the Jet Rodriguez from the Sandlot. Is he a hero or what? I think he's a hero. Luke Skywalker and Han Solo as a team. Batman. The Ghostbusters. And lastly, The Town from, from It's a Wonderful Life. Nice. The whole town. All right. I like the list. All right. Beautiful. I, was I like great. it. I was, if you did not mention It's a Wonderful Life and your best heroes, I was going to be rich. That's why I kept it at the last. I was going to jump the, down the, your the, throat. The town becomes very heroic Bedford Falls. End. So, so was that a legit wreck answer or is that to appease Rick so he doesn't no, get No, I went through and... it. All my, I went through the list and I was trying to you know figure that out. It's a Wonderful Life is not high on my list. I'm going to be honest about it. But it's not because I don't like it. It's because I haven't seen it as much as Rick. Oh, we're going to get to that one. No, that's fine. Um, I'll, okay. I'll fight you on that. So... Number 39 is 500 Days of Summer, unsurprisingly. Anthony is the high one in that. It has number 12. Wow. The lowest is Chris as at 44. And actually, just hearing you say 44, I'm thinking it should have been more towards the back or of the back end. But I do remember enjoying the music video stuff and, you know, a lot of good songs, a lot of good, like, visual things. So I guess that's why I made it's, it all the fun. way up to 44. It's it's fun. It's a fun movie. Mine is, it's it's towards the back of my list as well. This is, the one thing with, with five people voting, one person having high or one person having low can really affect the rank. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Um, that's really fucking for sure. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> number 38, number 38 on the list. This is one of the rare ones where Derek and Anthony agree. Derek and Anthony had it the exact same placement. That was number 20. Katie did not see it. I had it number 39. That was the lowest one who ranked it. And that is Moneyball. Okay. Moneyball, to me, is just like, it's a fun, solid movie. Yeah. It's just a movie. When it's on, I'm watching it. When I don't know what to watch, sometimes Moneyball. So Moneyball was an interesting one because I truly enjoy this movie. It's it's one of my favorite movies of the year when you guys were yeah. doing the, the year segment. Bad year, too. Bad year, good movie. But, you know, again, back to my thing, look at what it's up against. Yeah, it's 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 not a traditional movie movie like the ones we've been doing. You can't put Moneyball up against Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I, I do feel like Philip Seymour was underutilized in that. He, he, was. he was great as what he was, but give us something, you know. You know, it's funny, even in his small performance, you still find the warmth of him. He was tremendous in his five yeah. to seven Rick's minutes. Guy. Of, it's a Rick's guy. You, you, were, you were killing this team. Just little yeah. lines. No, that's, little that's lines. the big scene for yeah, him. Just little yeah, lines that's for the him. big just scene. Really but good, give know? us some more. Give us a shot of him in the dugout going crazy. I mean, maybe he winks at Billy Bean at one point, like, "Hey, buddy, you know, you're not completely fucking the team up." At the end, I don't know. Just 
Yeah. You utilize your talent. Because that movie was definitely inaccurate, a lot of it. And oh, it would have been nice to throw some more in there. It's, <laughs> I mean, it, are we getting the most value we can out of Philip Seymour Hoffman in no. that movie? Throw, throw some more Art Howard, that's we, what we, we're asking. Yeah. We, we were sentient when that movie yeah. came out yeah. and when that season happened. So it's like, you can't... You can't fool us at that yeah. point. You know, it's like, yeah. wait a second, this is not right. So here's one I'm going to have to defend. I have it low, and this is just one of those ones I'm going to have to go to Chris's excuse because it was just up against. It was in a Shark Tank. No pun intended because we haven't got to Jaws yet. But, but uh, if you no, went not, there, you not, were getting a punch right directly it's not, on that. It's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, number thirty-seven is the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and the highest ranking there was Katie. She had at number eleven. Ooh, Katie. Anthony did not see it. So that affected the score. I had it the lowest. I had it number 44. Wow. Uh, and. Rick, you gotta rewatch Ricky, it. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> you I've seen it. That. I, I think, listen. Rick, you have to dress up in, in a, your favorite costume from the movie. Who in this, who in this room has seen a. Frank who, who in this scene has seen a Shadowcast live Rocky Horror screening? You have. You're the only one. Okay. I so, get it. It's a lot yeah. of good movies up there. It's. I feel like uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show for me is kind of like a Warriors. Like, it's cult classic. You might like it. You might not. It's nothing. And I like it. I truly enjoy the movie. This is one of those ones. Again, if I saw it on TV, I'm watching it. Yeah. I love the movie. Yeah. It's just up against great, great movies. Yeah. Yeah. So that that marks Meatloaf's first appearance on the list so far. So here's one that I'm upset about. Number thirty six. I was the high rank on this at number 15. The lowest ranking was a tie between Anthony and Derek, my podcast co-host and my brother, who ranked this number 45. That's all I am to him? Blade Runner. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. I was expecting you to say something black and white there, but he just said Blade Runner. No, Blade Runner, uh, not not a bad movie. I just uh, it just didn't do what other Harrison Ford movies have done. It was just you watched the wrong version. It was well, even okay. Save well, for the people in the back. There shouldn't be a released version of a shitty version. You, I, and it's you, not even. I just it, I watched it. It was interesting. I th- I think that it just they could have done more with it or something. I just it didn't get me. Maybe I should have watched it at a younger age. Um, I don't know. I think you should have just... You asked me a week before, like, hey, Rick, should I need to watch this version? What version should I watch? I said, you definitely have to watch that version. And then you... Listen, you're I, like, bo- I boobed. I <laughs> Fuck you both. I boobed. <laughs> I'm I watching the, the worst version. I'm not... I'm not and I'm raking this shit at the bottom. Um, it's not... Again, I, I, I thought it was a, an interesting movie. Uh, Talk about world building. You think Avatar has world building? Look at that movie. Yeah, but it's it didn't have enough world building for me. Uh, Harrison Ford's character right off the bat I was like he's gonna be good and then he was just kind of dry the whole movie I'm not gonna lie he wasn't anything that I expected um, I thought Rutger Hauer was phenomenal I oh, wish there was more of him is that a Rex guy? Uh, no that is, that is definitely a Rex a, guy another Rex guy? Rutger Hauer is a Rex guy, Rick's guy. Yes. but uh, yeah I'm not, I'm not defending you know again I, th- I know this movie has a huge following of people and rightly so it's a cool movie but it's up against some bangers for me well I, I hear it I respect it Rick would you like to respond? Uh, fuck you, Derek. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it is, it is, so it created this genre. It's no Oliver, I'll tell you that, but I'll, I'll give is. it to you. <laughs> I'm gonna be nice. I just made a cringe face. Listen, for, listen, for the, listen. listening It's not audience. Harrison Ford's best movie, in my opinion. That's all I gotta say. Well, that's, I mean, Harrison Ford has had a thousand incredible and, and I, movies. And I, and he's had think, like seven. I don't even think a lot of people would agree with that, anyway. I think it is, I think it is one of his best movies. He's just, he's just. I think it's the best, I shouldn't say that. I think it's that and Raiders are very close to the best 
movie where he is the star of. Truly. Yeah. yeah. Well, instead of me being a dick, I will promise to watch the right version yeah. at some point. And I w- maybe the next Harrison Ford movie we do, we'll take a five-minute segment where I talk about <laughs> how I watched the good yeah. version. Yeah, no, Blade Runner, I mean, Rucker Howard's performance, I mean, he should have been on your best villains list. Way better. Uh, he was not on my, he wasn't, I, I mentioned him in the honorable mentions. You had a thousand honorable mentions, <laughs> he should have been top five. Um, uh, I mean, the mood of the movie... Like Chris said, the world building of that movie is second to almost none. Harrison Ford with his just Rick Deckard, even keeled performance where he's bouncing off everybody. You have Daryl Hannah being kooky and super fun. It's not a Daryl Hannah fan. Oh fuck. She's good in Kill Bill. Fine, Derek. Alright. Uh Fucker. I liked it. I didn't dislike it. It's just a lot of bangers. Chris, I'm sorry. Number 35 is Annie Hall. Ouch. Uh, Boys, come on. You you had it. Where to have it? It had to be top three. So <laughs> you had it number three. Chris had Annie Hall number three. I thought it was your number one, to be honest. I, it's very hard yeah, to it, put that at number three. The lowest ranking was Anthony at number three. Anthony, 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 if you're listening, this. Oh, Please, Chris, listening. say your piece. Say your if piece. you're listening, Anthony, <laughs> and I know you are, you, your favorite movie is a cheap, crappy imitation. You didn't even know what his favorite movie is. 500 Days of Summer. No, that wasn't his number no. one. That was like a we'll, get to, we'll get to his number one. A crappy imitation of a movie that you just put in the 40s. So, he does have a defense, because this I knew this one would... So, set so, Chris what off. are you his fucking lawyer I I just want to listen some of some of his stuff on behalf of my some clients. of his rankings are egregious in my opinion I this one definitely is and I wanted to now give I'm him, red I wanted to I got Rick I'm wearing Rick Rex red now I he did not have this tan five minutes ago this isn't a tan this is, this is what he says this, this is, is what he anger. says boiling blood I get why people love Danny Hall uh, in the 70s and why it influenced so many modern rom-coms that I love but nothing felt novel to me, and newer media has improved upon the cool tropes Alan introduced. For example, it was pretty clear to me that Seinfeld took a lot from this movie, but Alvy is completely insufferable, whereas Jerry and George managed to be lovable despite being horrible. <laughs> Were they lovable, that, though? Okay, Anthony, that lovable? was fantastic. <laughs> Were they lovable, though? Jerry and George... The, the whole cast of Seinfeld is lovable, but they're terrible people. They were fun. Yeah. I don't think lovable, though. I was never loved... You never loved, loved George Costanza? Never loved Costanza. I loved Costanza the ca- loves you. I loved the bits in the character. And Art Vandelay. You know, I like all, this, all the shtick, but I was never like, oh, this is a guy I These would hang with. These pencils are making me thirsty? Yeah. <laughs> I would drink myself in velvet. I never looked at him like, I would love to hang out with this guy. But, uh, again, Anthony would have been more respectful if you said Bonapani's a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that, that response is more respectful. Anthony, I gotta say, though, every time you defend a movie, you do a very good job. I know, this guy, he... You are very good at You cover yourself. your bases, bro. He's not even my you, lawyer, brother. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking Barrasso's. <laughs> this kid, he, he, he knows he's pissing us off, but he's doing it so politely. <laughs> so, number 34, which got... One more point than the sand. Was I said it? One more point than any hall is the sandlot. Chris just took a drink. The well, I'm waiting for our next round. The Where's highest. We're, gonna we're going a while. Boot. We're going a while. It's coming up. It's coming up. All right. So number thirty-four is the sandlot. The highest ranking in that was Katie. Had at number seventeen. The lowest was me at number forty-two. Which again, I like yeah. the sandlot. 
it's just it's, not it's not high I agree yeah. Yeah. same thing when it's on you gotta watch it yeah. yeah, it's a fun movie but you can't put the same lot up against some of the movies we have on this list it's just impossible it's not fair If would you buy tickets if the same lot was playing in a movie theater would you buy tickets to see it in the big screen I probably wouldn't unless like my friends will come see if it it'll be yeah. a fun night if it was, if it was uh, playing at somewhere like at a drive-in for free I'd go see it yeah but a lot I'd of the, drive I, to go see it the reason I bring it up is because yeah. a lot of these movies are yeah. oh Annie Hall's playing on the big screen. Right, Come right. on, boys, let's go. Let's go get it. Let's go yeah. see it live. So number thirty-three is the Green Mile. Mm. Uh, highest ranking was Derek. Yeah, and he had it at number nineteen. The lowest ranking was a tie between me and Katie. We had a number thirty-eight. Ooh, yeah, that's that's not right. Rick, that's do you not, right. do you do you, not, do you not like to cry during movies? I love crying during movies. Did you cry during that movie? No. You mean Rick has no heart? Is what yeah. You're <laughs> the ending of that movie is the saddest thing I, I've ever seen on screen. I'll cry thinking about it. It's. I'll cry looking at your face thinking about it. I, <laughs> See, I have I'll to get, leave the room. I'll tell you. Cry. I'll tell you. I think there's one movie on the list that has made me cry. Okay. And I'll tell you when we get there. It's Star Wars because it's you're, not Star you're Wars. It's not nerd. Star Wars. It's not Star Wars. I'll tell you when we get there. Um, I will defend the Green Mile and say that. Um, it's just wonderfully shot. I love the long hallway shots yeah. of the jail cells. I love the characters. They have some of the, two of the most despicable characters in cinema, with Wild Bill and uh, and, and what's his face, Percy, Percy, Percy Wetmore. Uh, it, it's got a lot of just a nice tones to it. It really does. And uh, I know I know where Rick goes with this with his opinion because he has explained it in the episode. But um, I don't know. I think it's a nice cast and a nice story. I wonder how far apart your Shawshank ranking and your Green Mile ranking were. Because I know you're funny because I think on that episode uh, Rick asked that question and I think I had said that I liked the Green Mile a little bit better and I think I changed my mind for this list. That's what I I was thinking specifically. They're neck and neck for me, but but um, I do love both movies and they both have nice like tones to them and I don't know Green Mile thirty eight that's that's rough for me. Thirty three. Thirty three. Okay, that's that's not bad. But you almost cracked the top thirty. No, you had it at 38. I, I, that's what I mean. Yes, I, okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, I mean, at 38, it's a little bit low for Remind me, me where I had it. I, I, you know, Chris. Rick was just texting me off the walls. Give me, give me your list, give me your list. I'm like, buddy, please. I'm, I want to know, know where Buona Payne put it. Yeah. Green Mile, Chris, you had it at 26. I like it. That's even higher than me. No, you had it at 15. Yeah. Oh, I think mine was 33, you said. No, that's oh. the number of the ring. That's where it is. Oh, uh, it's, it's a lot of, there's a lot of numbers yeah. happening here. Yeah, yeah the, I mean, this guy's like Rain Man with these numbers. Uh, 246, that's, what, that's why I was bugging you to get it, so I could put this shit together. The family had a lot of buffers. <laughs> I don't know why I threw that one in there. It just came to my head. All right. Okay, so we're going to number 32. Number 32 is our first, second Spielberg. And that is Catch Me If You Can. Uh, highest ranking was Anthony, number 13. Lowest was Chris, number 41. Again, Anthony throwing a 2000-something <laughs> movie in the top 15. <laughs> hey, there's some good movies it's that good decade. Movie. <laughs> I mean, apparently Anthony sees and loves them all. You know, something about <laughs> DiCaprio that just makes me want to just... It's a good movie. ...do a lot of sexual things to myself. <laughs> just yourself? Not DiCaprio? I mean, he'll never touch me, <laughs> but I'd certainly touch him. You're not a 22-year-old supermodel. <laughs> ah, damn it. Uh, hey, DiCaprio, a, DiCaprio, a boy can dream. DiCaprio is 
fucking brilliant. I believe every solitary second of his acting. And there's not a lot of actors I can say that about. No, yeah, that's a that's a good movie. It's beautifully shot. Not his best by any by any. Not means. his best by. But it's a fun movie. It's, it's fun. Good, it's a good watch. Perfect, only, perfect for the forties. I only watched. I think it was my second time watching it. I, I enjoyed it. And you, you actually, you said you didn't really dig the music. I actually dig the music. I did not dig the. I just I, it wasn't memorable to me. I didn't remember it. And that's funny. When I heard that, I was like, I remember it. It's the piano. Dun 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 Yeah, for some reason I, I missed it. Yeah. It's like a classic John Williams little riff on the piano. Right. Yeah. I guess it wasn't. One, I mean, I think of when I think of John Williams, I think of Hook. I know because he goes above and beyond and does the most. But that that <laughs> score was like it stuck with me. Dun, dun, dun. He's like, wait a minute, there's a fake, there's a fake banquet in Hook. I'm gonna make the music fucking pop for fake food. <laughs> well, who wouldn't for that? <laughs> if he, he certainly does. <laughs> so, number thirty-one was a little bit lower than I thought it would be. The highest ranking here was Katie at number eleven. The lowest ranking was Derek at number 38. It's the Sixth Sense. I think I have the same sort of reaction that Chris does. Is it's up against some bangers for me. I only, I think I only, I only seen it the one time all the way through when we did the episode, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was better than what I thought it was going to be, even that, even though I knew the ending. But again. It's uh, it's up against some of my favorite. We've done a lot of my favorite movies. We we have to. Yeah. I have you know? to call Katie out because we you know we've been bagging on your brother for a second. <laughs> Katie, it's your turn. Katie, Katie, there's no way this is the top ten. Come on, it's it's good. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. She had number eleven. It didn't quite make her top. Oh, I thought right, I thought you right. said it was high. You're not off the hook though. That's still that's still high. Right. Katie, it's not in the top eleven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I I mean I I'll I'll defend it because I I really like the movie. I think putting yourself in ninety nine. The twist in The Sixth Sense was the thing on everybody's mind. Yeah, true. I think it's just culturally kind of a juggernaut, and or at least it was for a while. It definitely was for a while. And I, I think that, unfortunately, Shyamalan, some of Shyamalan's later work has kind of put some? put a damper on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's had some, some good stuff since then. Like yeah, he, had, he had a tough patch. I'm not going to say he didn't, but his last few movies have been good. And we were hoping to see that kid in on that stage many more times. Yes, that's true. At the Academy Award that came, but we <laughs> yeah. did not, unfortunately. All right, thank you for my award for for most unique and um, what's the word ambiguous accent done on. <laughs> like, what were you talking Shut about? Up, so here we go. This is uh, this is number thirty, and it, this third is a big one because it's it is triggering a new Derek list and a second drink. Oh, finally. finally. Jesus. Finally. I'm sober from the last one. And that drink is a vodka martini shaken, not stirred. Casino. Casino Royale. Well. Chris is going to go get those martinis for us. The wives have built the wall. (laughs) Build that wall. Uh, Excuse me, ladies. Tear down the wall. The highest ranking was Derek. Had it number 15. The lowest ranking was, you guessed it, well, Katie didn't see it, but the lowest ranking of someone who ranked it was, you guessed it, your rival and mine, <laughs> Anthony, who had it number 34. James Bond. Listen, listen. That's the best, that's, that's the, in the two top James Bond movies. He must just not be a Bond fan. That's gotta be it. 
I don't think I got his thoughts on that one. I'm, I'm shocked because this is from the 2000s, and, and <laughs> yeah. for Anthony to turn his back on his decade. He turned, he turned, he turned his back on me. <laughs> yeah, there were there were some other ones that I had to get his take. I couldn't ask him about every single one, but yeah. Nine out of ten times, coming out of a meeting in the desert. So, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony, I think that you have really good opinions. I Salute. really hope you redeem yourself to me in your top five. Okay, we're going to take a break and drink this. And we are back. Back a lack. I never and knew that those breaks were real. I thought you guys were just messing around. Oh no, we it, we take breaks. It's two days later, it's, everybody. Yes. Yeah. The world is a different place <laughs> when we last left. We, we last actually we're actually recording this part first. Yes. <laughs> the first part you already heard. That hasn't even happened yet. <laughs> what could be number forty-two? Uh, so Derek, you had a list. Yeah, it's kind of a loose list. It's top misunderstood characters. <laughs> I have eight. They're not in any particular order. Okay. Maybe you'll disagree with me. Okay. I just kind of threw some All names right. up there. Roy Batty from Blade Runner. I kind of thought he was a misunderstood character. Maybe not necessarily a villain. I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I completely like understand Yeah, him. I like it. <laughs> uh, Mr. Myrtle from The Sandlot. Totally misunderstood. Like, yeah, by the characters in the, in the Unt- movie. Until, yeah. until he isn't. So it fit until, for that reason. Until he isn't. Until the end where he's like, you fucking kidding me? I was better than Babe Ruth. All right, uh, summer from Five Days of Summer. Maybe misunderstood to some people. I don't I think... even think the writer understands her. People ask <laughs> Mark Webb about her. He's like, I, I don't know, dude. I was, she I was fucking named after a season. Know, Zoe, <laughs> Zoe Deschanel was fucking cute, so I hired her. Yeah, blue eyes. Doctor Frankenfurt, a Rocky Horror Picture Show villain, or just misunderstood. What about and he's, he's just he's a like, sweet transvestite. That's he all like explains it, oh, it pretty clearly. No, he's just a good host. Yeah, yeah. great host. <laughs> <laughs> great host. Uh, I mean, the, the meal that he served, it was partially meatloaf. That's oh, true. imagine getting Pun money. intended. He makes a nice meatloaf. If you could stay at a Rocky Horror-themed hotel, would you? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because Frankfurt is a great host. And if they had to make you wear, a, like, a hump, like a riff, oh, you they... had to walk around that the whole time you were there. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So comfortable, but... Sorry, kid, you drew riffraff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Fagin from uh, the, 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 the movie Oliver that no one likes... The Fagin was a little bit misunderstood. I mean, yeah, he was a villain, but he, he gave the kids a home. I'll give you one step further. That whole movie's misunderstood. As in, I don't understand why you like that movie. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's one of those things where some people understand good good works of art, and other people are Chris Bonaparte. <laughs> so, Jules from Pulp Fiction, misunderstood? How is he misunderstood? I, I he, <laughs> what, he should be on way? your heroes list. Yeah. Is that, how is he a hero? He, do the whole speech when the god and the shepherd lays his furious vengeance who, upon us. Who doesn't, You're cleaning up the brains. <laughs> who, who doesn't understand Jules? He is the the silver lining of that whole movie. Listen, the pig's a dirty animal. He doesn't need pig. All right, uh, John Doe from Seven. Is he just cleansing the world for us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you, you get it. Thanks, Rick. I knew you would agree with you. Yeah. And lastly, Gollum slash Smeagol. Misunderstood. Is he the hero of the films? No, he's not. He's not the he hero. He destroys the ring. But he, he is imperative. He's and that's, holding the ring and falls off a cliff. <laughs> he falls off a cliff while holding the ring. That, <laughs> isn't there a scene where Gandalf gives him, it might be just in the book, but he gives, uh, pardon me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, him and Gandalf, they're 69. <laughs> no, there's a scene where Gandalf tells Frodo, be, respect this one or some shit like that, right? And it plays into the end. I think so. It's in yeah. the book. Maybe the book, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. But anyways, that was a, apparently a list that nobody cared for. Let's move on. <laughs> I think this is Rex's list of shit I didn't understand. <laughs> All right. All right. Okay. All right. Number 29. The highest rank of this one 
was Katie at number three. Three? Three. Uh, it's Ghostbusters. This, this better be good. It's Ghostbusters. The lowest ranking of this was Derek at number 43. Batman. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think Batman Returns is a better movie. It's... Uh, Jack Nicholson plays himself with some clown, co- clown co- you know, costume, makes some makeup. But he does a great job. Uh, Michael right? Keaton, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Michael Keaton is totally not right for this character. Ugh. He's like, you want to get rough? Was he Beetlejuice or is he Batman? Is he Bruce Wayne? That was Bruce Wayne showing how he could effectively ward off villains without giving away the fact that he's Batman. I think you don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> that he... should be on your misunderstanding. <laughs> characters. I think here's Bruce... here's why I think Derek doesn't like this movie. There's one big reason, one word. What's that? Prince. Batman and Prince. That's not the only reason. I think the Prince music was completely horrible. Oh god! It made no sense. Even potty potty bland. The, the whole music soundtrack. Black I was like, and what? white, red and green. I just didn't. I just didn't get it. I mean, Kiss from a Rose, Batman Forever. Now that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't hate Batman. I don't hate that. For, I just. It's not as exciting well, as some other let, ones. Let me just take another sack whack at Oliver for a second. <laughs> sack whack. You like listen Batman Returns because the whole fucking thing is shot clearly on a set on in a studio clearly with no attempt to make. It's it just look. a more interesting story to me. So wasn't Oliver. Also, to you. shot clearly yeah. on a set with no attempt to make it look like they're not. Would, on a would it have helped if soundstage. there was a marching band that came through Batman? City yourself <laughs> at home. City yourself. Part of the Bat family. It almost worked. <laughs> but don't dislike it up against a lot yeah. of movies I like. Don't Jack keep... Palance gets whacked. He does. Joker whacks wha- Jack Palance. Uh, Derek, are you... I'm my number one. Oof. A guy. Wow, Rick, I'm wet. <laughs> wow. Just, just, just great acting all around. That was you. phenomenal. <laughs> Can I get... That was great, Rick. Jack... I think Rex gonna change his mind. Batman wins now. I don't know. I think he's my number one now. Top (laughs) twenties. So let's go on to number twenty-eight. Another movie I thought would rank higher. To be honest, the highest ranking for this actually is Chris at number twelve. Katie didn't see it. The lowest ranking is Derek at number thirty-six. There will be blood. Good movie. Very good movie. Again. Tremendous movie. Again, it's... How many times have I seen it? You know, it's, it's a long movie, this, this, and that. Um, it's a very good movie. Um, it's a slow burn, which I like. I like yeah. slow burns. Um, it's just a lot of movies ahead of it that just mean more to me, but how could you... Daniel Dia Lewis and Paul Dana were like the dynamic duo for me, but... Yeah, it maybe should have been higher on my list, but it was tough. Let me just say one thing about that. I drink your milkshake! I drink it up! <laughs> And your, your guy, Paul Dano, a Rex know, guy. That's a Rex guy. I know. A Rex guy is in, in, in two is roles. Da- is Daniel Day Lewis not a Rex guy? <laughs> in two... He won't give that to I won't me. G- I won't give him Rick, You know what's funny? Rick says, I want this guy. I'm like, whatever. I say I want this guy. Rick's like, no way. Why can't he have... He, he doesn't why have can't he anybody. have D.D. I have Sean Bean, who dies in every movie. I mean, and t- who that, else do I have? That's for the hot strings. He wouldn't give me Robin Williams. I'm not going to give you Robin... Robin, Robin Tim Curry... Robin, Tim Curry, that's definitely a Rex guy. I mean, he's not doing anything now. Have you seen him lately? He had a stroke. Well, yeah. I mean, exactly. He's, he's not doing me any favors. But yeah, nobody but, loves... Yeah, oh, f- oh, but fucking the, the Rex guy... I Ruck- am not de- anti-stroke. De- Rutger <laughs> Hauer, who is dead, is a Rex guy. And you're like, what movies has he made lately? Like, what movies? He's been dead. Well, let me take this time. I have a dead guy, too. And, you know, I'm a... Is it Bond guy? I'm a third... 
Third time guest. Harry Dean Harry Stanton, Stanton is a Chris guy. Oh. And I got to... Harry Dean Stanton has been in only one of the movies we've done. I will watch every single Harry Dean movie. What is the Ebert quote? Is Was it Ebert? It's like, no movie with Harry Dean Stanton can be entirely bad. Is that the Harry Avengers? Dean's- He's in the Avengers. He is in the Avengers. Yeah. For a minute. And it's the best part of the Avengers. No offense. That would be your number one no, scene. No offense yeah. to the Avengers people. But so, to see Harry Dean in that movie, he's like, oh, this fucking movie's great. Rest in peace, Harry Dean Stanton. A Chris guy. A Chris guy. So, number 27. We're getting down to top 25. I know. We're, we're getting down towards half of this. So, the highest ranking of this was Derek. He had it at number 12. Ooh. The lowest ranking was me. I had a number 37. Back to the Future Part 2. 12. I like it. I give me, it. give me. It's bold. Yeah. Well, I just pounded it. I love, I love Part 2. It's my yes. favorite part. I know it's, I love Part 1, <clears throat> but Part 2 is so much fun for me. I, I respect love, your bravery. I love because it helps us the future, <clears throat> the past, the present, everything you want. Griff, yeah. Griff is one of the all-time greatest characters. Griff is great. Griff. This, again, this is one of those movies where I really enjoy <laughs> it. If it's on, I'm watching it. Yeah. It's just, they're just, those movies yeah. are ahead of me. I agree, and it was hard, and it's also one of those movies that I have owned on VHS. I have owned it on DVD. I own sure. it on Blu-ray. If it comes out on another fucking format, eyelid, whatever the next thing is, 4K. I'm owning it on that. Well, it's, There's so many quotable lines from this. Yeah. There's so many fun moments. Um, it's just, it's a hectic movie. That's what I like about it. And where, where was Temple of Doom on, on oh. your list? Oh, on Derek's on list? On Derek's list. Specifically Derek's. It was Temple of Doom was number eighteen. So this is one of your higher sequels. Yeah. The sequels were tough for me. Well, the thing for me is Temple of Doom might not be my favorite of the three Indiana Jones movies, but Part Two was my favorite for the Back to the Futures because it has so oh, much going on in it. Because Back to the Future, the original, it's like this is phenomenal, and Back to the Future Two for me was like here's that and a bunch of more shit too. So it's, it's kind of similar to Temple of Doom in the action. Packness. It just yeah. it just keeps going. It just, it just goes, stop. The stakes just go up, up, yeah. up, 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 and just, then there's so many lines. Top of my mind, I can think of just yeah. the ones that are even funny. Like you're gonna make me rich. Like just stupid <laughs> oh, lines. Oh yeah, that, that's rich. Oh yeah, that's rich. <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah, he pulls somebody up. I just love stuff. Okay, okay. How'd you know what the score was gonna be? I just think Thomas Wilson is like yeah. he's so good I'm in this fire, movie. Dude. In that movie, yeah. he plays like four roles. Like he's he's great. And the grandmother. Is so, that his voice? The grandmother's his voice. Why are you trying to be hot? Yeah, that's... I'm going to get my car, Grandma. Three hundred bucks. <laughs> okay, so... Wait, did one more piece of trivia. Okay. We just all do right. all did, Biff's did, did you realize that the guy who fixes Biff's car is also the same guy who says, I wish I could have put a little money on oh, the Oh, is puppies. it? I that's never noticed that. Same actor, same character. That's so funny. The hundred-year-old version of him. It's that, the same guy. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's what makes Back to the Future 2 a worthy candidate for the top 15... <laughs> Yeah, I love that one. Attention to detail. So, number 26. The top of the bottom. The last of the second... The, the bottom half of the list. The highest rank on this was Anthony at number 5. Let me guess. This Wait, is from the 2000s. It is not from the 2000s. The really? lowest rank on this was actually me at number 33. Let me just check that. because that's so it's not Eternal Sunshine. No. It is Home Alone. So yeah, I mean Home Alone. I think it's it's one that it's it's in the middle of the pack for most people. It's a Chris, I mean, it's got to be a Christmas classic for at least ninety five percent. It is. Oh, and it is. Uh, number five though, 
Uh, there's Christmas classics and there's all time classics. Yeah. I feel like Anthony is more of like a like a family. This is this is yeah. what he said. Type this guy. is what this is what he said. So Home Alone is a perfect family holiday movie. The humor is juvenile enough for kids to love, but not so juvenile that it bores adults. Performances from Culkin, O'Hara, the Bandits, and the John Candy cameo are fantastic. Obviously, the movie isn't trying to win Oscars, but they did exactly what they were trying to do. I'm glad to see that Anthony has finally had a weak defense of one of his hard, hot takes. You think, that was a weak, you think that was a weak one? Yeah, because he put it at number five. That above like both Godfathers and Jaws and we don't know that yet. But I mean, so the top five is Godfather one, two, Jaws, Indiana Jones. And- <laughs> 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 no one. He's like if Home Alone two was in there, that'd be in the top three. Anthony just checkmated himself. <laughs> so number twenty five. Here we go, guys. First half. First. So we're in the top half. Are you still half. with us, audience? We hope you're still I with hope us. I hope so. Keep listening. Wake, wake up. Number 25 is, the highest ranking was Anthony again, at number 6. Let me guess. <laughs> number 6. From the 2000s. From the 2000s, the <laughs> lowest ranking was Chris. He had it at number 35. Let's go. The Avengers. Great film. The Avengers, number 6? Number Think 6. Of, guys, he had it. great film. Great where did, film. He have, where did he have Avatar? Avatar? Anthony had Avatar, I mean, low. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> I was thinking maybe he liked the action-packed movies. He had he had Avatar at... I think 35 is a perfect ranking for the Avengers. What? 35? Yeah. What is it? It's just, you know, it's not the, the, it's not the 34 that preceded it. It's not 7. I See, I'm different when it comes to Marvel movies. I enjoy Marvel movies. So do I. They, Big they're, time. They're a lot of... Here's the word. You ready for this word? They're a lot of fun. I agree. I don't think a lot of them have a lot of substance, but some of them do. The Avengers is a good movie. I'd watch it again, and I'd watch it again. But it doesn't mean that it's anywhere near in my top section. My problem with The Avengers, as it is, as history unfolds, our lives unfold, is that it was so much topped by its own franchise. It's like the third best Avenger movie. I think it's better than Ultron. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's not better. It's not better than the other ones. Not better than Thanos movies. In my, my yeah. opinion, it's not better than the other ones. It, it is so. You could argue better than Ultron, right. and I agree. Let's let's move it because we're getting now in the top twenty-five, top twenty-four, banger after banger after banger. This is yeah. Number twenty-four is a movie where someone in this room, when I asked them today, thought would be number one. Okay. Shawshank Redemption is number twenty-four. The highest ranking was Derek, who believed it would be number one. Who didn't see it? Let me ask you that. Nobody didn't see it. Everybody wow, saw it. Wow. Still Everybody fucking high up there. Jeez, the low lowest there. ranking was Derek's arch rival, Anthony, had it at number 32. So we're getting to the point, even the, the low rankings. Hey, Anthony, question. So it chapter one is better than Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> just, just, just send me a text when you get this and just answer my question. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. So... Yeah, Shawshank. This is, I mean, this is number one on IMDb. So this just goes to yeah. show that I mean, we have, all you play. fucking Barrasos just like to piss me off. That's what <laughs> absolutely we do. We we like conspired. So like, what can we do to piss Derek at, off? At this the point, most? though, it is you know to back up Derek. What he just said, 
at this point, it does kind of look like Anthony's trolling a little bit. <laughs> like, come on, Andy I, Hall was number no, fifty-nine. I believe these are his. <laughs> I believe these are his genuine views. Uh, I, I, I believe this. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> number twenty-three, the highest ranking here is Katie. She had a number eight. The lowest ranking, Derek, is it at number forty-four. Ghostbusters. 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 I I seen that smirk. Yeah. I don't hate Ghostbusters. <laughs> that was a proton pack smirk. It's just right not there. a movie I grew up with. It. I like it fine. It's not a movie I'd put on. Did you even finish it when you watched it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. I'm not an asshole. Not all the time. All right. No, but I'm not gonna lie. I was like, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number twenty-two. The highest ranking here was a tie between me and Chris. We both had it at number 16. The lowest was Katie. She had it at 33. They say great minds think alike. They certainly do. Uh, number 22 here is The Exorcist. Respectable ranking. You and I had a little bit higher. I think... Just, I can, if you, you guys had Exorcist higher than I did? Yes. Wow. You had it at... It, it, the Exorcist comes down to how Catholic was your upbringing... Yeah, which for me and Rick, because I I used to go to Catholic school with him, like CCD, whatever it was. <clears throat> you very, had a thirty six, Derek. Very Catholic. I did. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's another. Well, I love The Exorcist. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I, I watch it all the time. Tremendous. Actually, this uh, real quick before we move on. David Cross, you know the comedian David Cross. Yeah. yeah. He has a joke that's not even really a joke. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard. He's <laughs> like, you know, I'm watching The Exorcist. And the, the fucking demon and the girl, she's spitting up blo- uh, a green vomit and she's going, ah, fuck you. And I'm watching it going, no, 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 fuck you. And that was just the end of the joke. And, he moved under, and the crowd lost. I lost it because it was like, it sounded like a thought that was in his brain. It was like, I'm just going to get this out. No, 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 fuck you. Points to the screen, goes to the next joke. Okay, so this, this is one that you guys might have to discuss a little bit. Why? Number 21. Gloves on or gloves off? The highest ranking here was Derek headed at number 8. The lowest was Chris at 39. Almost famous. I mean, I think Chris can understand why I like it so much. Yeah, of um, course. I'm a music fanatic. I love ba- I love, I love movies about fake bands. I, uh, even though this is like based on a true story, it, the soundtrack, Zeppelin, Elton John, it hits all the right notes for me. The characters are fun. Some of them are jerks. Uh, that's how the music industry is. It's like realistic for the seventies, and it just ma- it just makes sense to me that movie. I agree, and uh, to me, it was definitely something like I looked forward to seeing when it came out because of the reviews and what everyone was saying. Oh, Cameron Crowe, the guy, he did this. This is all research and all this shit. And I watched it. And I was like, all right, cool, it's a cool yeah, movie, yeah, cool movie. Yeah, I'm, I, I am yeah. a Golden God. Yeah, but he's not Indian Jones. He's not no, Han Solo. No. He's not Chewbacca. He's, 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 he's a flawed guy. He's number 39. Yeah, I get it. I get that. I, mean, I think, and also, Gia loves it. So the two of us, it's one of our movies together. So it ended up being higher because I watch it a lot more because of I'll, I'll have to watch. I haven't, when you guys did that episode, it was it was not recent. It was, it was an early one, yeah. Yeah, so I'll have to rewatch it. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun watch and stuff. And Yeah, because some of these movies, when I was doing the list, I was like, oh, I haven't seen this since, yeah. you know, 50 episodes year, yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah. I love Philip Seymour Hoffman. In it, yeah, he's the guy who's like, listen, I'm pretty popular. I can't talk to my many fans. Next scene, he's in the he's in the restaurant eat, talking with that same fan. I love his performance. I kind of wish that the plane went down. It's, everyone dies. Yeah, That's just the end of the movie. That's, so so yeah. in reality, it'd be no more eagles. Yeah. I kind of <laughs> wish that. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't make it. You know, don't base it off of real. Right, they, right, they're right. on their own shit, right? 
Yeah. Then okay. the plane starts going, and then what the hell? Then you know, like uh, United ninety three. Plus, it's Rick's favorite comedian ever is in that movie, so we can't put, bring the, the plane down. Jimmy Fallon's. You know what? I forgot when I was ranking. Them. Let me go back and rank this lower. <laughs> he loves Jimmy Fallon. Uh, I know. I see his his Jimmy Fallon tattoo on his upper thigh is hanging over. <laughs> <laughs> it's so I just want to know why it's so high up. It's way up. <laughs> why is his mouth open? Once in a while, I'll see it with a bathing suit on, but not often. <laughs> so where did you have that movie, Rick? Because you told us we were, uh, we were far apart, but where were you almost on Almost famous. Where did I have? The that were you closer to uh, wreck or bod i was like right in the middle you two i had it at number 30 okay yeah so don't give me all the heat come on now. I, I didn't give it. you shit i didn't say one negative thing to you yet i just defended why i liked it you're squeezing my hand <laughs> very hard sorry i'll let go sorry about that all right so number 20 generates a new drink generates a white russian it Let's is, do it. The highest rank was Katie at number six. The lowest was Derek at 30. It is the Big Lebowski. We're going to take a short break. We're going to have ourselves a white Russian. All right. We'll be right back. <sighs> and we are back. We are finishing up our Barely white, sober. white Russians. Now, number 19. Derek and I are going to have to chat about it. I have this at the highest. It's my number two movie. I know. I know what movie you're talking my about. My number two movie. And this is Derek's Number 46. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Is it that wonderful? Yeah. I think it should be remade. It's okay. Shut your fat whore mouth. <laughs> it's a good movie. It's a good movie. It's something, something that I'd watch again. It's a little slow moving. I like I like the themes. The themes Derek, are... stop. <laughs> the, themes, the themes are good. The themes are good. Are it's... we going to give this an audience? Again, it's a holiday movie. But 46. It's just, there's so many movies it's, that just like it, more than it. It's no American Beauty. I think American Beauty is more interesting. Ugh. It's no Oliver. Gross. <laughs> Oliver's better. Gross uh, take. No, it's just, it's a good movie. I don't dislike it. It's just, this is... Do you, do you know the, the power of this movie? I don't disagree with the power of this movie. The power of this movie is big and it goes a long way. It's just not a movie that I've thrown on again and again and again. It's just not one of those movies for me. I love the themes. I think the themes are wonderful and they're beautiful. No pun intended. It's just, it's just good for me. It's not, it's not, uh, it's not Godfather status to me. It's not up there for me. But uh, I respect it. Is that the widest gap of any? It's the second widest gap. The second widest gap. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's not like I'm going to be like hating on anyone who likes it. It's a good movie. I'm not denying that. It's just, it's just not up there for me. Yeah, I mean, when you got things like. I was pretty nice about it, Chris. I was pretty nice about it. When you got the Warriors. Pretty nice about it, Chris. I'm trying to get that evil record. I'm prodding the bear. I mean. Hey, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly, right? I mean, if you want me to really delve into it. Yeah, do it. It's only a beloved classic that everyone's loved. I agree with you. It's just not a Derek's movie. Sell me a little bit more. Go really get into it. Like. It's, it was hard. It was 46, hard. dude. That's There's another movie that Rick loves very much that I think is a very good movie as well. It's just... We'll get to that. It's one. just, you know, the, What's Wonderful Life is just, it's a little bit slow moving for me. I happen to be doing something else while watching it. I'm not like, every fucking shot. <sighs> it's not that movie. I don't care what anyone says. It is not that movie. It has great themes. And it's a great movie. It's greatly acted. Our characters are good. It's not like... Oh my god! This is, by the way, we've set it up before. Let's shoot that Chekhov's gun. This is the one movie that's made me cry on the list. This is it. This is it. The the last scene. Yeah, it's it's if you don't if you don't if you don't shed tears at this, at least every other Christmas. Maybe not every Christmas, but every other Christmas, this one's. I also don't really like Christmas. 
So that's another thing. Like Home Alone, a good movie for me. Like National Lampoon's. If it's funny Christmas, emotional Christmas, I'm going to something else. Um, that's and also that this movie is a Rick's thing. It's in it's in here. It's not in there for me, and it, it's not for everybody, but it is for a lot of people. That's where what it comes down to. I respect the movie. I think it's a very good movie. I think the comedy's good in it. I think the emotion's good in it. It's just not. Um, it's not one of my favorites. That's it. Never said I disliked it, and never will. <clears throat> and I think that's very respectable. But forty six. It's just I, I gotta think of movies. Am I gonna throw this on anytime soon? Yeah. No, I'm not. Well, yeah, you will in December. I won't. I was. I hadn't seen this movie before then. Wow. I was forced to. Well, listen, to listen to me, Mr. Potter. All right, let me just set you uh, straight, I'm you not, son I'm of a I'm bitch. I'm going to the moon plug down. I will. You know, I like that stuff. It's good. I like I like that whole thing. But, you yeah, know, it's just it's one a, of those movies where... You're a greedy bastard, For Mr. me, Potter. a movie has to be me being like... Yeah. But it, it's not for me, and that's 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 the end of it. I think uh, of the movies on this list, you have uh, so many of them that will stand the test of time. This one has already proved it can. <laughs> They're going to be like, like Oliver. <laughs> uh, but, no, I... I get it, like, I, and, I, and I get 100%. The credentials are already there for standing Let's move the, on. I think, uh, I think the staying power of It's Wonderful Life makes my case for me. Yeah. Uh, I think right. the There's no case. It's just not one of my favorites. It's a I, great movie. There's no disagreement. It's just not one of my favorites. Move well, on. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. As long as we were able to piss Number off. Number 18. This may be a bit of a controversial one. Uh, the highest ranking is Derek. He has the number 11. The lowest ranking is Anthony. Our tribal. As a number 30. <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Anthony, you know it's an Indiana Jones movie, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's number 30, huh? You think It Chapter 1. You think It Chapter 1 is better than Raiders of the Lost Ark. 20 Anthony, space is better. Anthony, don't... don't <laughs> Anthony, you're getting, you're treading so dangerously to us being like, you know, we're, let's not hear from Anthony anymore. I mean, you're, you're getting there, man. Oh, we're, we're, we still get... We're going to hear from Anthony. Uh, we're still hearing from Anthony. That is... Believe me, we're hearing from Anthony. That first... The <laughs> first God. scene of Raiders of the Lost Ark, the first scene is better than It Chapter 1 15 times over the whole entire film. <laughs> I, I It Chapter 1 doesn't even exist compared to Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's like a movie. It just turns into dust. So, number 17. The highest was Anthony. At number four. I hope it was my least Number favorite. four. The lowest actually was Chris at 32. I think Anthony did his list backwards. <laughs> I think he was oh, wait, wait. 50's not the first place? <laughs> <laughs> number 17 is Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. 32 is super respectable. That's a, if I, I, this, is, this is a movie where I get it. If you, like, I can, I really love it. I was closer to Anthony than I was to you. Uh, and I really love the movie, but again, this is this is one of those ones where it's just like it just shook out for me that I like it more. I think it's a it's a great movie among great movies, and it just worked a little bit more for me. For the most part, if you took fifty random movies and you made a list, thirty two super respectable. Yep. Just in general. Yeah, but these are out of fifty that are just random fifty. They're super random. Yeah, and it's thirty two. Like that's a great showing for Eternal Sunshine. I mean, if there was ten of the Woody Allen movies in here, I'm sure we'd be further back. They, they, <laughs> ten other Woody Allen movies. Yeah. Then it would be number forty-three. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay. So, prepare yourselves, guys. Prepare yourselves for number sixteen. The uh, secret. The highest ranking for this one was Derek. He had the number four. 
The lowest was, you guessed it, Anthony, who had it at 44. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. Goodfellas. Oh my god. Alright, that's Anthony. it. That's it. Anthony. He's done. Hey, he's done. Anthony, me, uh, go get your fucking shine box. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me find his, uh, his defense here. Anthony, uh. did you know this was going to be an attack on you for three hours? <laughs> Goodfellas is a movie we full of villains with almost no redeeming qualities, and Agreed. the main character does a ton of bad things and basically never faces any consequences because of it. Yes, he does. Am oh, I supposed I... to feel bad for Ray Liotta because he gets to live, it a, live a quiet life in a suburb with his wife? Listen, no, listen, no, he got no. noodles with ketchup instead of spaghetti with marinara. You think that's fucking fair? You missed the whole point, Anthony. It's it's not about feeling bad for Ray Liotta because of the suburbs. It's about taking... It's it's The average moviegoer is going to just see this world. Talk about world building. This blows Blade Runner and Avatar away. When it comes it to before. world well, building... Well, this is also a... Based on a true it's, story, it's it's, right. it's our world. The world's and how many how many people have a glimpse to that to to this to, to the uh, this story that this is based no, on? No, you know what? Leave him alone. He's right. He Pennywise the clown. You know, he, <laughs> Pennywise in chapter one way better than anything. The let's, right, let's, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Move on. I haven't even uh, started. Goodfellas is. Let me just say, Anthony. Number I have forty four <laughs> fucking reasons for you to shut your trap. <laughs> Good, Goodfellas. Goodfellas might not be my number one, but it is my number one in editing. One of the best edited. Movies it is ever. the best edited movie on this list. Anthony, I respect you, but we gotta talk. Thelma Schoonmaker, living genius. Okay, number fifteen. The highest ranking on the, for this movie was Derek, who had it at number ten. The lowest was Anthony, who had it at twenty six. So still, like, still relatively high. Seven. But I think that's fine. I think you guys are kind of close. I love seven. Yeah, I, I think, love seven. Okay. Yeah, you got... You you that's, got you're top that's ten, close. he's top twenty, he's top better half, almost, just, you know. Stop trying to redeem Anthony right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's away in the doghouse. I kind of wish he was here right now. Se- seven's a tough one because... The thing about Anthony is that I, I've only, I think I've met him once in person or twice maybe. <laughs> Talked to him once and he's the sweetest guy in the world. Yeah, he is. I have nothing bad to say about him, but just <laughs> when it comes to movies, yeah, I no, just want to punch it, him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Anthony. Anthony, Saint Anthony, actually. No, I, he's a great guy. Great but guy, then once great you guy. start digging into these these texts, and it, I, I don't I, even want to talk about bands with this guy. Are any of these texts real? Is Rick just fucking with us at I this mean, point? I mean, they're all just like numbers. This is Rick. Like, I got this gimmick. I'm gonna blame everything on my brother. <laughs> yeah, I switched lists with Anthony. Uh, okay, so number fourteen. Oh, we are really getting down to the nitty gritty. We're going to... I mean, okay, we still have Derek. two drinks left. We're about so, to smash. So, number 14. The highest was me. I had a number 5. The lowest was Derek. who had a number 39. Star Wars. Do you remember what I said on the Star Wars episode? I said, the, I said that the Star Wars franchise is the Beatles of movies. There's no better accolade than that from somebody like me. I respect Star Wars. I really, really do. It's just not my favorite thing. Okay, I, I have heard that episode, and I've heard these Star Wars takes. What do you feel about... Before you respond, Rick, what do you feel about The Empire Strikes Back? I think it's okay. Ugh. All right, Rick, I think I think I think, the, I think the... Well, I'll tell you what. I think I've seen it maybe... Maybe twice. Maybe. It's like uh, he came I, down from another planet. 
and like someone told him about it, but like didn't really pay attention to the movie, and then tried to explain it to Derek. Let's put it this way: he's basing it had it, that. that movie and all of its greatness has nothing on Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones for me. And and again, it's all just high fantasy and nerd shit, right? What do you prefer? Yeah. Star Wars is fine. I like the characters and stuff. It's just. Especially the third one. The third one with the fucking Ewoks, man. I'd rather just fucking watch myself throw up on film. Really? It's just, it's horrific. Yeah, the that. Ewoks are pretty fucking terrible. Guys, now the rest, I, now, now, the rest now, of Return of the Jedi is Now excellent. I have to defend no, the Ewoks. But the thing because is, it's like, it's, it's, it's so, like George Lucas, like he has a great story. Great, It's just so fucking beyond belief childish. I don't even I have to make a case here because Derek just digs himself deeper and deeper. <laughs> it's every, childish. It's not exciting. Word. I like gritty... It's not exciting. I like gritty sci-fi. Wars. I don't like goofy stuff, and Ewoks the, are the, goofy. The Ewoks was the the meekest amongst the meek. Yeah. Will disrupt the empire. The whole shit in the, the forest imperialism. and stuff. Just, they it, got it, them, dude. The, the it, Ewoks fucking... They look like teddy bears. Uh, Empire's they, better they than brought, Jedi. It's they obvious. brought the fucking empire down. Let's, let's, let's move on, because we're going to have a lot of other Star Wars episodes to talk about Star Wars. Okay. Number oh. thirteen. We're getting we're getting up there. In fact, this is our first number one. This is Anthony's number one. I'm already excited. <laughs> Anthony, so Anthony was the highest, obviously number one. The lowest was, of course, Derek, who had it at number thirty-seven. And you best believe this is one that I texted Anthony about: the Lion King. Get the fuck. The out Lion of King's here. your Lion favorite King. out of these fifty, Dude, Anthony. Okay. Anthony, stop it. I wanna be a Matty King. Stop it! Let him defend himself. Okay. Big shake. I base my rankings on two major factors. One, how much I enjoy watching the movie. And two, did the movie do the thing it was trying to do? The Lion King is obviously an enjoyable watch and probably, this is his words, probably the best kids movie ever made. It's fucking Hamlet. The basic pattern of intro protagonist, have something borderline too sad for kids happens to protagonist, have protagonists overcome the sad thing is the model for almost every modern Pixar or Disney movie. That argument can be made did, also to defend Goodfellas. Did you notice how Simba was not in my heroes list? He's not a hero. He <laughs> has to do it. He's a coward. He's a coward. He is a coward. Yeah, and he gets there and he does it because his mom's there and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's it just the story is a little bit convoluted to me. <clears throat> it's not a phenomenal story. The songs are fun. I have a good time watching it. I think it was even my idea to do The Lion King. I think I'm the one who brought it up. And I, even I was like, why don't I even fucking say that? I like it. <laughs> but Because I was like, we got to do some animated movies. Me and Rick with one ideas are right. It could have been me. But The Lion King is a better film than all the films we've done so far. Not, that, that's my question. Not in any universe. And not in any universe on the fucking planet. Again, it's your personal opinion. I understand it. But I just don't understand why it's your opinion. <laughs> Anthony. So, I love you, man. Good, Goodfellas is in the 40s. <laughs> Lion King's number one. I get it. He's a clean-cut guy. He's a guy. He's a baby so, face. He's a baby face. <laughs> number 12 is the single highest difference between the highest and lowest rankings. It was my number one movie. It was Derek's number 48. Interesting. Chris, what do you think it is? Oh, I know what it is. Yeah. It, it, I mean... Derek, do you want to do the honors? Because I, I have no idea what what it's, you could be so far away. It's Casablanca. It's Casablanca. Yeah, it's you, and, and here's my here's my big thing. No, I I respect you, I, you, we, you enough to think that you wouldn't put Casablanca at forty eight. Here's the why. thing. Here's the thing with Casablanca. Everything about it is very well. It's very well made. Very very well made. It's a classic for a reason. 
I personally always have a hard time getting through it. I'm halfway through it. I'm doing something else. It doesn't grab me. I'll watch it later. It's not one of those movies right. that I go to. It's just like, I gotta watch this again? Okay. It's a little bit slow moving for me. It's like, mm. some moments are like, alright. Well, how, let me ask you this. How much do you love history? Um, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm a history buff, but I like geography a lot. How much do you love the work of Hemingway? No, not really. Okay, so Casablanca is not, obviously it's not a Hemingway thing, but it is very much in the style of like, to who the Belms told. The backstory of Rick Blaine is even similar to the backstory of the character in For Who the Belms Told, if the guys, you know, if he didn't die at the end. And the whole thing about um, love that is meant to be but doesn't end up being because the world's a shitty place. Why like, isn't the movie move faster? You need to see it when you're not on a smartphone. I don't dislike it. Just like It's a Wonderful Life. It's just not the top of my list. Next time it's it. playing, we're going. Hey, we could have done 100 movies. This could have been still th- uh, 48 for me. Ne- it just next, depends on the other movies. Ne- next time, this movie We're going to do that in 50 episodes. Right. You know what I mean? We're, gonna do, we're only ranking those 50 Those 50, time, yeah. but okay. regardless, um, you know, I, I sit there and I talk about it with, with, with the G.O. Walmart. I'm like, oh yeah, this people... I, I don't dislike it. It's just, when it comes to all the other movies we've done, you got to remember, me and Rick, we, we chose these 50 movies together. Right. Meaning that a lot of them I chose because they're my favorites. Therefore, that's why it's not on the top of my list. It's a little bit lower... I don't dislike the movie by any means. It's just here's, not one of my favorites. Here's what I'll say. I think the scene... I think, first of all, Rick Blaine is has the best first name. Is he the greatest movie Rick? Is it Rick Blaine? Is it Rick Deckard? Is, has, Rick, asking, has Rick Flair been in the movie? You, you're the Rick expert. I think yeah. he's got to be the best movie Rick. Yeah, I agree. I, I would say. I, I think he's among the best anti-heroes... In the history of cinema, I think the scene where they sing La Marseillaise is one of the three best scenes we've done on the show. And I think it's, it's I forget what I named it's that, it's a, um, I think we haven't really talked about the other movies that, um, that come up yet. But, and I think the relationship of Rick and Ilsa is the quintessential love that can't go anywhere. The quintessential mm-hmm. romance that just can't happen. Hemingway love. Yes. And the fact that they're filming it with French refugees while World War II is still happening gives it such an emotional punch that other movies, to me, can't reach it. Even movies where... Yeah, you know, we haven't talked about. Movies where I know you guys have ranked very far above it can't it doesn't reach that place for me like mm-hmm. Casablanca does yeah and Rick Blaine's the coolest motherfucker like he just kills Nazis and he's like ah fucking kill Nazis ah it's fucking bogey yeah he, he he defines not just like a generation but he he infinitely yes forever yeah he's the cool maybe the coolest guy to ever be on film but let's move on. Number eleven. Well, that was beautiful. Yeah. Number eleven. Rack, can you pop up? Can you pop? Derek's staying on the defensive the for this. Derek is staying on the defensive for this one. The highest rank was Chris at number six. The lowest was Derek at forty. Movie is Psycho. Oh, Derek. Good movie. Good movie. I I I think it's a great movie. It's 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 the it's the one that started it all really. 
Um, again, again, it's the Chris Derrick uh, argument. <laughs> There's so many movies I like more than this movie, and, and yeah. not because I don't dislike Psycho. It's just well, because I think you need to spend more time with Psycho. I think that Psycho is is I don't need to. I, I if you do have you heard the episode, I, I I say a lot of nice things about it. Not I don't think I say many negative things about it. You're a music guy. What do you think of the music in Music's that movie? The, the music is, it's very. I think it's the best part of the film. It's so intense that he did his job right. I mean, you hired him. He, 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 they, I think he gave the composer a raise, and he, he came out with that. It's great. But something like Seven, as a horror movie, it then again transcends what the horror genre is. Psycho does it. A few other movies do it. Seven does it. It's like, that for me was like another twist of like, how can you really throw in a wrench in this genre? I think they both do it really well. Sounds of the Lamb's another one, but it's just, uh, just a preference, you know? But I think Psycho's a great movie. Fucking great movie. And uh, he's one of the best no, films of all time. <laughs> it just, what hits, what, what hits home to sure. you? Casablanca hits home to Rick more than anybody. Yeah. I watched Oliver as a kid. I watch it now. I start tearing up immediately because it just reminds me of my, when I was a kid, you know? Uh, Psycho might do for a lot of people. I, it, another weird thing about Psycho that I really love, and I, you haven't seen Game of Thrones, so I'm not going to give this away. You probably know that a lot of characters die. Um, but Psycho does this thing where their main character dies less than halfway through the movie. What? Who the fuck does that? That gets a lot of points for me. Again, there's just a ton of movies I've seen more than it that I appreciate. Well, Psycho is is shot by shot masterpiece. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 what's his face? The director fucking refilmed it, shot by shot, because that's how great it is. Gus Van Sant. Gus Van Sant. Yeah, I'm like, why would he do that if it wasn't a classic? I mean, that makes sense. So, boys, it's time for the top ten. Number ten. Two <sighs> drinks are being smashed in the top Two, ten. Yeah, they sure so. are. <laughs> number 10, the highest ranking was Derek, who had it number 6. The lowest Clearly rank, I was right, because it's The 10. lowest ranking was Chris at number 34, Inglorious Bastards. Chris. You, your, your rant on Psycho for this movie? I'll, I'll, I'll let it pass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great movie. Ooh, great that's movie. a bingo. <laughs> no Norman Bates, but great. How about this? I mean, you're, you're telling me that Norman Bates is better than Colonel Landa? Yes, 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 yes. No. A thousand times yes. No, Landa? Yeah, dude, Norman Bates. Christoph Waltz? The Norman Bates. Yeah, I know, I know his name. You've said a his name. A boy's best friend is his mother. That's fucked up. Yeah, exactly. That's the point. <laughs> so, he killed, well, I was going to say what Landa does, but we don't want to talk about that. It's not a good redeeming quality. So, this, there, there's... <laughs> Whose villain is shittier? Yeah, right? <laughs> there are some really fun things on this list. And one of them is number nine. Uh, number nine beat Inglorious Bastards by one point. Uh, the highest ranking was Chris, who had it at number nine. The lowest ranking was a tie between Katie and Anthony. But at number 21. That's Pulp Fiction. Uh, Tarantino was back-to-back. That's nice. Back-to-back, one-point difference. Just shows Tarantino's brilliance. And this is one where nobody has to defend their ranking, I feel like. That's, like, top 20, yeah, 21. Yeah. Very respectable ranking. If it missed the top 20 for me, it was because it was probably really fucking difficult for me, too. I don't even know how I put it. When it comes to me, I just think about how I felt first time seeing it, when it's like... And then you're three hours later. You're like, holy shit, what a fucking movie. The music you, alone. You Bruce don't even realize you just spent three hours watching this badass story. When Bruce Willis sees the samurai sword, it's like... So good. Yeah. But that's what's up with... Because Inglourious Bats, I was at the movie theater, and I was like... Yeah. Every scene, Tarantino just like... 
No, I agree, and I love yeah. Inglorious Bastards. It's I love all, all of his movies. Yeah, but Pulp Fiction was, I found it earlier. It, my my de- taste was developing, and this movie was pumping back in 90s. You know what Joe Rogan said with Tarantino when he had him on? He goes, Pulp Fiction for me, he's like, I think the world has changed. When he saw Pulp Fiction, he's like, things are different now, and I didn't even notice. Pulp Fiction made me notice how things have changed so progressively. Pulp Fiction really did do that for film, in my opinion. Number eight. Highest ranking, Katie at number two. Lowest ranking, Chris at number 30. All right, Katie, let's see what you got. Jurassic Park. Again, 30, very respectable. What? You were all, the whole time, the Jurassic Park, 30? Because, you know, think about it compared to the other 29 movies ahead of it. Exorcist, Psycho, Pulp Fiction, Back to the Future, and, 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 1 and 2. Now here I am uh, talking to myself. <laughs> so here's the thing about Jurassic Park. I love the movie, and it's perfect for number 30. It's pretty much just Westworld done again. Westworld. Westworld right, Ma- Michael Crichton is the writer Not of these the stories. Yeah. So these, these books, Michael Crichton writes them. He does Westworld, yep. and then he does Jurassic Park. And he just rehashes Westworld as Jurassic Park. Like, oh, I should do Westworld, but instead of robots, let's do dinosaurs. I mean, I guess, for me, it's just like, on its own, Jurassic Park is a singular film, no sequels, no nothing, no whatever. It's fucking awesome. I still just see it as, like, Westworld rehashed. I mean... And also for Spielberg, Jaws rehashed. So what you're doing is me with Star Wars when I say the first Star Wars movie I ever saw was Episode One. Not my fault. Right. Didn't know any better. Saw the lightsaber fight at the end of that movie, saw the old ones, and was like, uh... Even though episode one is a complete fucking shit show now when I watch it, the, it things were more fast-paced, so that's the same thing with you with Westworld and Jurassic Park, where, like, it just reminds me of this. I don't, um, I don't even like Westworld. I just think that Jurassic Park is just him perfecting... Yeah. He perfected his own story, and then Spielberg looked at Jaws and was like, oh, I can do Jaws again. It's a fun, big-screen movie with Short, popcorn and friends. Perfect you know. for, you know, number 30. Perfect. <laughs> I love the movie. I have the toys. I got the shirts. I love dress. I grew up watching it. But it's like just, you know, Jaws meets Westworld equals Jurassic Park. Well, you know what? You didn't say the magic word. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Please! Our fate is in his hands, and he has butterfingers? <laughs> butterfingers? <laughs> As a classic, for sure. Okay, so number seven. Katie did not see this movie. The highest ranking was Anthony, who had it at number two. It's chapter two. <laughs> the lowest ranking of someone who did rank it was Chris at number 20. Uh, yeah, at 28. Better than Jurassic Park. Let's hear it. Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. So I told you guys I struggled. Shut your mouth, I struggled Chris. with the sequels. When it comes to sequel month, Helms fucking deep, bro. Like we talked about in in you know, IRL. Legolas uses a shield for a sled. I love the book of the Two Towers. I don't think the movie The Two Towers gets as close to the book as Fellowship does. Tell that to King Theoden, who risked his fucking life for his people. I had Two Towers over. Fellowship, I think Fellowship have some has some rough edges that Two Towers doesn't. That Two Towers comes off as a more cohesive movie. Uh, I think the Helm's Deep battle is probably the greatest battle of at, of at least the last, you know, 30 years. 
in cinema, at least this century, in battles, I would say. I love the movie. I think I think Gollum as a creation is incredibly impressive. But yeah, I mean, how much can you argue with it being ranked number seven, you know? I mean, there's nothing to say. Seven's great. Number six. The highest ranking was Derek, who had it number two. The lowest ranking, of course, was Anthony, who had it at number 29. The Godfather Part 2. Anthony. Anthony, Anthony. We're gonna... What what are we gonna do with you, Anthony? We're gonna save his comments on Godfather 2. Okay. I don't think I want to hear them at all, but... Wait, wait. We're gonna save... We're gonna save it. I will say, though, you know what? 29's not horrendous. It wasn't like it was 48... Yeah. Which I gave to Casablanca, so I can't really talk, but... I mean, The Two Towers was 28. You said I, that was horrendous. I had Godfather 2. right here. I, <laughs> I, I personally had Godfather 2 at number 4. So, again, this is one of the ones where... Michael, we're bigger than U.S. Steel. Yeah. I didn't ask who gave now, the order. Now, <laughs> because it had nothing to do with business. Now, before we get to the top five... We have two drinks left. I'm gonna Jesus give, Christ. I'm going to give Chris a moment to go prepare those two drinks. Yeah, I was going to say, right. make them both. Well, well, let me ask you this. Which one are we drinking first? Make both of them. All right, we're back, and we have our other two drinks prepared. Let's get to the top five. Number five. This is probably the one where mathematically it could have been number one. But Katie hasn't seen it. It's Fellowship of the Ring. Uh, okay, uh, Katie. So let's just talk about what year it is. Twenty twenty one. Fellowship came out twenty years ago, and it's one of the greatest movies ever made. So what's going on? So the highest was a rare tie between Derek and Anthony. They had a number three. Wow. Anthony, I'm still pissed at you. Don't think this changes anything. <laughs> the lowest person who actually ranked it was Chris, who had the number ten. I mean, top ten. Yeah, it's top there you ten. Go. I mean, Definitely everybody top had it in their top ten except for Katie who hasn't seen it. That's pretty fucking impressive. Number four. We're going to reach for a drink here. The highest ranked movie directed by Steven Spielberg. It is... Yes. Jaws. Yes. So let's drink. Let's reach over for our shark attack. I think the shark is the number one misunderstood character on my list. Yeah. Well, we do want to mix it up a little bit, right? Yeah, get a little bloody there. Yeah. We'll get some shark attacks here. A little here. bloody, a little bloody. Just think human remains when you're drinking that. Take Delicious. One sip, take one sip. I can't. I know, but just one sip. I don't want that. One sip. Want, I don't, I, this is COVID season. I'm vaccinated. Not so am I, but I know somebody who's vaccinated and got really fucking sick. Just take a kiss of it. I don't even want to touch you or look at you. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Rick. Delicious. Thank you. Uh, it looks really, really oh, good. And I'm so, so glad you're enjoying it. Oh, I'm so glad. I wish you could enjoy it with I me. I wish someday. <laughs> Get in this hot tub with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I haven't been in a fucking pool all summer. I have done this whole episode from your hot tub. And you have refused <laughs> to get in here with me. I mean, if your balls weren't inside the water. I w- Actually, you know what? It's funny. People have bathing suits on. Their balls are still in it. <laughs> I, don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm complaining about. You want about. to invent a bathing suit that removes it? I just, I just prefer if there's like a little there's cloth a, like covering a, your balls. Air, an airtight like, pouch. <laughs> Watertight. It's like, what's that commercial? Flex Seal? No, it's a bathing suit made of Flex Seal? <laughs> I'd go to a public pool. <laughs> Don't worry, no ball juice. 
Go to a public pool. There's a sign that says, no, no balls in the pool, please. <laughs> I mean, this kid's peeing in the pool like crazy, but at least there's no balls getting there. <laughs> oh. Good for Josh. <laughs> Good for Number four. So, by the way, uh, it, with our ranking, the highest possible score was 250. Four movies got over 200 points. Jaws came in with number two at, with 203 points. Numbers two and three tied at 206, and number one got 207. As I think, I think we talked before, no movie reached everyone's top ten, but number three came the closest to reaching everyone's top ten. Uh, number three, the highest rank was a tie between Derek and Katie who had it at number 7. The lowest was actually me, who had it at number 14. Silence of the Lambs. Wow. Number 3. Number 3. Wow. Damn. I... One point away from victory. Well, two points away, because it would have lost the tiebreaker. But, number 3. Silence of the Lambs. Hannibal Lecter. Oh, wait. Incredible number character. Number 3? Buffalo Bill. Incredible character. You can't... Like, Clarice Starling. Another incredible character. So good. This is this is a movie that I was adding up the score, and I was like, "This I'm, could be a, this could be number one." I might one. go back and listen to that episode just for the hell of it. Yeah, I, th- I think I definitely will. You're a music guy, Jonathan Demi. This guy, probably the top soundtrack guy as a film director. Soundtrack or score? Soundtrack. Soundtrack. Because think of like the things he plugs into this. American Girl. American Girl. Goodbye Horses. Yep. Those are the two big ones from this movie, right? Perfect on top of perfect. Yeah, great songs. Great choices. Um, Stop Making... You ever see Stop Making Sense? No. It's like a documentary. You're Talking Heads fan? Talking Heads fan? Um, I have a weird relationship with them. I, I think uh, the song... Um, gee, what's that song you always play? Burning Down the House. Killer. Psycho, Psycho Killer. Killer. Yeah, if I hear that again, I'm really going to hurt myself. You okay, Derek? Check the movie the out. Hand. Jonathan Demi's a big, big okay. music guy. Let's get to number two. Number two is the only movie on the list that was ranked number one by more than one person. Then how is it not number one? <laughs> it was ranked number one by the two gentlemen in the room with me. Hey. The lowest ranking was, you guessed it, Anthony, who had it at number 35. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. The Godfather, part one. Anthony, Anthony, you're exposed. Anthony, you got a fucking death wish, bro. You're so exposed. Let's reach for our last drink. Un. Oh, I'm still working uh, on my shock attack. Wait a minute. Wait. Let's let's not say anything before we get to number one. All Some right. of you. Let's one more kinky clinky. Oh, Chris, what did you do? That was on Rick. <laughs> okay. Anthony, you ruined it. Thirty-five. Tastes like. How many people gave it a number? How many people gave The Godfather number one? Me and Chris, Two, you definitely. Chris. Me and Chris. Yep. You take. What did you give it? Uh, it was my number three. Respectable. Yeah. You take a, a, a podcast that emphasizes Italian American culture, <laughs> like yours. We're does. not saying this because just we're Italians. Because even an Italian game well, was thirty-five. Well, again, it only missed out on number one by one point. And if you guys have paid attention, number one, the highest ranking was a tie between Chris and Katie at number five. 
the lowest ranking was Derek at 16. Back to the Future is wow. our greatest movie of all and time. And I knew that. World I knew that. Champion. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, though. I want to have a uh, Hell in a Cell match. Godfather versus Back to the Future and see who wins that fight. You know what? It's back, The Godfather had its ch- fair chance. Anthony ruined it, that fair chance. No, he... No, he ruined he, it. He ruined his it. vote he counts just as it. much as your vote counts he, just as much as Chris. No, no, no. My vote counts more. My <laughs> vote counts more. <laughs> the, he did. He did the, cut you out of a, the one that is going to have the Hell in a Cell match for the title is going to be Fellowship of the Ring, because mathematically, that because Katie, if you've been paying attention, there were eight yeah, but movies. This, she didn't this see. math that you got going on, Anthony, bro. you fucking cuckolded me with the Godfather. Okay, thirty-five. <laughs> You had it chapter one at number let's, eight. Let's go. Let's go to. Egregious. Let's go to <laughs> Anthony's defense. Anthony's defense. Let's fucking hear this okay. fucking bullshit. <laughs> For me to really love a movie, the number one thing I need to I need is, is Lion King. It, <laughs> is, at least, is at least is at least. you thought it. Oh no! Vito has just died. Rafiki shows up to his funeral. <laughs> was it was it Tatelia or Rafiki? It was Rafiki. Michael, look into the sky. It was Rafiki. <laughs> the person who comes, to, the person who comes to you, will be the one that has come. Has, has I always said it would have been Clemenza. Rafiki was always smarter. <laughs> So let's let's get to Anthony's defense. Um, I hurt. For me to really love a movie, the number one thing I need is at least one character to fall in love with. The Godfather movies weren't bad, and the first one I had Michael to pull for. Oh, thank you, Anthony, for saying, <laughs> for saying thank you. And you know, there the were Godfather great performances from Con Duval, Pacino, and really the whole cast. But honestly, Brando didn't land with me. Ugh. I could only understand about half the words Ouch. he said. Pieces of me are dying as this man fig- writes this I text. couldn't figure out why this goes down as such a legendary performance. I get why people love this movie, but for me it was too slow. And despite some strong acting, I, I didn't really care enough about most of the characters to get invested in their success or Gross. failure. Godfather Gross. 2 was a little bit better for me because Michael is compelling enough in, uh, to keep me interested. I was very interested in young Vito's backstory, and Fredo was obviously pretty lovable. Fredo was obviously pretty lovable. Dude, and this quote, is the worst text ever written. I was disappointed by the ending because I was waiting for some big, nice finale that tied both stories he together. Kills big, brother. nice finale? He it's ki- about the fucking mafia. He kills his brother. Wait, what more what? of a fucking but other than showing crescendo that, can you... But other than showing that Vito cared a lot about his family and Michael doesn't, I didn't really see why both stories were crammed into one movie. In general, I think these movies had too much going on and not enough of the stuff as a viewer I cared about. Gross. Here's what I think. I've never it, wanted to end an episode so much out of frustration. <laughs> <laughs> so, I disagree with Anthony on this. <laughs> this might have to be you guys' last episode. I think I think I think I'm resigning. From the Anthony, show. you just killed the show. You killed everything. <laughs> Greatest movie of all time, Godfather sucks. <laughs> Listen, sometimes the favorite doesn't win. Let's end the episode on a positive note. 
I'm still processing that abusive text that your brother sent you. Let's talk about Back to the Future. Okay. Back to the Future is a worthy champion. All right. Very much so, but 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 the way you break it down when you read that email, it hurts. It, it does hurt. <laughs> it feels like Back to the Future one on a technicality is what what happened. No, yeah. Back to the Future one. Bear and square. But, but, but somebody, right, so, so, somebody get, voted one of the greatest movies of all time. Again, keep in mind, I gave Casablanca a shitty grade. Is, I get it. Yeah, you but, you give Casablanca. Casablanca was your number forty-eight, was it? Yeah. It so yeah. so where did Anthony have Casablanca though? Where did Anthony have Casablanca? Because the, the king of hot takes here. Anthony had Casablanca at that would be thirty-seven. Um, twenty-seven. No, I'm sorry. 17. 17. Okay. Not great, but okay. Not, well, not one of his worst rankings. No, 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 no. no, no. I lied. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I, I was doing it backwards. He has it at, uh, at 37. 37. Awful. 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 Yeah. So he's just yeah. as bad as awful. I am there. Yeah, awful. Maybe not just as bad, but The Godfather at 35 is just... It sounds to me like someone who doesn't really get it. Derek, here's the thing. It's a person's opinion. That ruined the show. An opinion, opinions, by definition, can't be wrong. This is wrong. Ah, some some opinions are empirically wrong. But again, let's let's focus on our number one, our champion. Okay. Back to the Future. He keeps trying. He's like, this is the thing. Back, back to the Future just won the match after a chair shot to the other guy from somebody else. Out. No, he didn't. That's no, what wait, happened. That's so, absolutely so, so not what happened. Let's break, how, break how the numbers down. Work? Break, break the numbers did, down. Did, did, did Back to the Future... I'm not saying that's what happened to him. That's what it feels like. Did, Der- did Back to the Future cheat to win? No. Back to the Future won, but Godfather should have won. In your opinion. No, no, no. Wait. It's a fact. No. <laughs> Did we opinion. did we announce what we're drinking for the Godfather? We didn't. We're drinking uh, coffee and zambuca. Does yeah. it matter? It's a number two drink. It's it's literally <laughs> like being at grandma's house. <laughs> Get a little coffee, lose. All right, Anthony. Listen, I respect you as a person. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Nobody cheated. He didn't put the Godfather down there because he was like, I'm gonna fuck over the Godfather from being number one. No, that's what he did. That was his opinion, and. His opinion was, let me throw this off to piss off no, everybody in the room. No, that's absolutely not the case. Exactly what he tried to do. No, but choosing It Chapter 1 as number 8 on the list, <laughs> fucking the whole time conspiracy. Derek, you had Casablanca at 48. For good reason. One of the most, if not the most beloved movie in the history of cinema. You had it at 48. But probably, but, but, but you gotta remember though, like, that for a certain age group. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fucking point. Again, like, we've talked about throughout this thing, Anthony's list was... Trash. No. <laughs> it was it was indicative of somebody in a certain age group. Somebody who grew up with certain movies. But to just, just be, because to, he... To, to straight up disrespect the Godfather. <laughs> like... There's no disrespect here. It's one man's opinion. Yeah. <laughs> he watched it. Did he? Yeah, he did. He watched it, he formed his opinion on it, his opinion was different than yours, and that's Are okay. Are you sure the word is different? Yes. Yes, I'm sure the word is different. Do you agree with his opinion? No, of course not. I had it at number three. No reasonable man agrees with that opinion. One, one, three, where did Katie have it? Katie had it at nine. Nine. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Anthony decides, not even in my top fucking 30. 35. Just, Anthony, just give it a 50. Why not? What's the fucking point at this point? 
You blew it. No, he didn't. No, I don't understand. He made the list. I don't understand. You know what? It would be fucking boring as all hell if it was like, yeah, a bunch of fucking guineas in their mid-thirties were like, yeah, the well, Godfather's... Well, well, listen, my last name is Smith. Speak yeah. for yourself. Uh, yeah. You're in your mid-thirties. I'm in my early thirties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, a, bunch of, uh, a bunch of elder millennial guineas. You know what he did? He was like a fucking Godfather. How old is Derek? Nice thing. For 35. <laughs> right around there. Fucking old piece of shit. No, I, I am definitely tight about it, but I will accept it. Yeah, it, I'll accept know. Back to the Future again, as the champion. Back to the Future is congrats, our champion. Congrats. And let's, again, let's get to a positive thing. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future is a movie we all love. Yeah. Back to the Future is a movie that, the day we started the podcast, Chris was saying, I need to be on a Back to the Future episode. It's a perfect movie. It is a movie where I looked to you in the theater when we saw it. The last movie that I saw before COVID with you. And I, ser- I turned to you after the movie and said, this is a perfect movie. End quote. It is. And it is now our champion. Did yeah. you flub the results to get it to be the champion? No, I did not. <laughs> it I wasn't agree. my number one. I if, I, if I really wanted to be that champion, but, I would have put it my number one. No, I, I agree. I agree. It's the perfect movie. I'm just stunned by the. It, this is, is, it is a perfect movie. Yep. So, but you know what else is a perfect movie? You guessed it. Anthony. <laughs> All of her. Intensity. Hey. You know what you is know, a perfect movie? This is Casablanca. what Casablanca. Let's compare it to this, right? Yep. You did a 50 man Royal Rumble. Yeah. Everybody was expecting fucking Hulk Hogan, John Cena, Stone Cold, The Rock, whoever you want to call him, The Godfather. He was supposed to win. He comes in. He gets tossed out. That's you know, what this is. Do you know when that happened? Dan? Jericho wins the do match. You know, do you know what happened? You know when that happened, Chris? <laughs> that happened in 1992. The greatest Royal Rumble to ever happen when Ric Flair came in at number three. Man, we're losing fans and right now. Upset. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a tall order to edit this episode. Uh, You're going to have to find a new turn. Upset Hulk Hogan. No one is going to listen to an hour of a three-hour. <laughs> it's only two. It's not even two. We've <laughs> been recording for three hours. We're at two hours and two minutes. We, the episode should have been over three hours ago when we said Godfather's the best movie. Have <laughs> a good night, everybody. Anyway, well, all these next week. Any, anyway, <laughs> let's uh, let's put this to bed here. Back to the Future. Zemeckis, incredible director. Just throughout Hulk Hogan. Just <laughs> Ric Flair just yeah, tossed Hulk Hogan out of the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Robert Zemeckis. We'll get to him in a second. Is our number one director. Steven Spielberg, our favorite director and future guest on the show. Steven Spielberg. Produced the movie. Please go on, Steven. I want to hear it. Steve. I'm a fan. I want to hear it. Stevie. Come on. Do it up. We love you. So. <laughs> you knew. Th- I mean. You knew this is coming five times. I know. You guys are sitting up with We're pushing up. Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Michael J. Fox. Classic cast. To- yeah. Thomas Wilson. Big time cast. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Big time cast. Perfect movie. Back to the Future. Incredible score. Big upset. Marlon Brando. Unbelievable. (laughs) Back to the Future is a worthy champion. I'm proud. Anthony and Katie, I just want to say, seriously, in all honesty, thanks for doing this with us and and taking your time. Seriously. We had a lot of fun. fun. We had a lot of fun. If you have anything to say to Derek after listening to this episode. Anthony, you don't need to text me. I got your number. (laughs) You become my fucking lawyer. <laughs> uh, if you have anything to, to say about us, or if uh, you know what, if you've been a guest on the show and you didn't like this list, 
If you think the Godfather should be number 45, <laughs> just fuck yourself. <laughs> if you think uh, Sounds of the Lambs should have been our champion. I really thought that Sounds of the Lambs was going to be our champion. Hey, Cider House Rules, if that should have been number if one. If that's your jam, if that's your cider, you shouldn't be watching the show or listening to us. Let us we know. We don't like you. Next week, 50 episodes, we're going to do this again. Yeah. Next week, though. Next two weeks, let's say. We're going animated. We are going animated. Next week... Me we, and Rick are going animated. We literally. Are, we are. Next week, one of, if not my favorite, Pixar movies, WALL-E. Yeah. Gotta and we're going to have Michelle Forziati. My friend uh, Michelle Forziati's coming on. I can't wait. going to be a guest episode. on the show. Yep. Huge episode. So is, is that episode 51? 52. Oh, 52. That'll, that'll be that season two, that'll, that'll episode be, one? That'll be movie number 51. Yep. But episode 52. Yep. But, week after that... Our champion director, Robert Zemeckis. And champion cast in the movie. Yeah, and Christopher Lloyd. They're going to be back. <laughs> they're back. They're back. And they're framing Roger Rabbit. I've well, never seen Roger Rabbit. We are, oh, we are going to find out who framed Roger Rabbit. I could hate it more than Cider House. We don't know yet. We don't no, know. That, it could be better than The Godfather. Dust, I don't know. Dust off your top ranking for the next 50. Cause I'm starting a spreadsheet early. Yeah, the king is here. So, and yeah, so far, guys, be, Roger Rabbit's either the best or the worst. If you're if you've been a guest on the show or you're scheduled to be a guest on the show and you want to contribute to this list next time, start now. Do it. Start. Keep track of it. Keep, start keep watching, watching with us. It's very fun. We had a great time with this, or at least I did. I know our wives in the other room did not have a great time with this. <laughs> Uh, you know what? To be fair, though, they get to listen to our humor. That's true, and that's that's truly a blessing. In my defense, I thought the five drink policy was going to be more spaced out. I didn't think we'd be smashing all the booze in the last like. <laughs> so listen, we had we had drinks, we had Crystal Light, Dunkaroos, pizza, all kinds of shit was happening. Over somehow, there. somehow, Derek, who did not drink a drop of alcohol, was the most animated, angry person in this room. <laughs> this list made me fucking drunk. <laughs> His toilet gave out. We peed so much. <laughs> doesn't work well anyway i want to thank you guys so much for listening for being with us for 51 episodes now for 50 movies so far and you know really thank you for joining us on our quest to watch every single movie ever made we're going to rank them all and back to the future is going to defend its title wow Next time we have one of these countdowns, fifty episodes from now. It's true. In our buddy Chris Bonapani, who's here with that, here with us right now, he's going to be in a few episodes soon. That's true. He's going to be right back with us, so we're excited. Absolutely. It was a pleasure to be here. Well, we're we're happy to have you on at any time. Any any movie you ever want to do, you know, just let us know. We'll get you on. So, I want to thank you again, Chris. I have been your co-host, and really, we know I'm your favorite co-host. You can say it. It's all right. Rick Barrasso. Rex turning red again. <laughs> Rick may be the Back to the Future co-host, the champion. We all know who the real champion is. Rick, the Big Dick Boski, the Godfather Smith. And where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs>